do you want to represent the 10K brand? Well, we completely redesigned our shop. If you go to 10ktakesmn.com, click the shop tab, you'll go to our whole new shop. We got some kick-ass designs on there. And it is twin season right now. We have some of the best Minnesota Twins designs around. They're all original. They're great, like the Joey G Revenge Tour, Kyle Fed Farmer, or whatever it is, you know, because he's Kyle Farmer. Corn Fed. Uh, Corn Fed Farmer. (laughs) Land of 10,000 Rakes. Yep, Land of 10,000 Rakes, which is in reference to the jacket they wear now when they hit a home run. So you got to start representing the Twins today with our merch, 10K Takes. We also have some just original stuff on there as well with our logo and name on it too. So if you want that, we got it on there. So if you go to 10ktakesmn.com, click the shop tab, you'll see our new shop. Represent 10K stuff today. On this episode of It's a Bit, we're joined by a very special Vikings legend. We got former running back Chuck Foreman, actually voted as one of the top 50 greatest Vikings of all time. Absolutely iconic player in Minnesota. We also go into our bits of the week, as always, that involve a lot of championship heartbreak as fall sports have completely come to an end in winter sports here in Minnesota. And we're going to end the show with Wags' game 15 questions, which I think is fucking rigged. So that should be a heated uh, heated game as always. But all of that and more on It's a Bit. This is the It's Bit podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. Burgeoning empire called 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast featuring boss man Wags and journalist Jake. Journalist Jake's a bitch, motherfucker. Hey, you know those guys that do 10,000 Takes? They do some funny bits, right? They're good. They're funny dudes. Yeah. 10,000 Takes. You're hanging with the number one podcast in the Twin Cities. It's a bit with 10,000 Takes. Last name ever. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of It's a Bit, presented by 10,000 Takes. My name is Boss Man, joined by full studio producer Cam, journalist Jake, and Wags. And uh, it's an annual season here in Minnesota that rolls around right, usually end of April, beginning of May, where the Timberwolves get eliminated in a gentleman's sweep of, what, Cam, four games? Five. 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 We won one Five, that's right. And then uh, the Wild uh, get eliminated in the first round of game six. So just like that, the offseason has started. As uh, all the all the jokes go in hockey, we've hit the golf course. Uh, you know, lake season starts now. Golf season starts now. And uh, with the flash of an eye, it's all over. And all we have left is our beloved twins. You so know, It's pretty courteous of them to get eliminated both in the same week. It just gets the heartbreak out of the way. We have yep. the whole rest of the year looking great now. Well, yep. the, the thing is, too, in Minnesota, we do love tradition. So we want them to be eliminated. That way, we don't want them to cut into golfer lake season because then that's shortened. It's already short as is. So yeah, we we don't know what that's like. Yeah. We might we might actually hate a Minnesota team going on a yeah. run because yeah. maybe we can't. We've never miss fishing. We wouldn't know. Yeah. You, would, yeah. You, would you rather be on a boat or sit in an ice rink in the middle of June? Answer that. That's a good point. See, we don't know yet. I think we'd rather we've be never on a ex- boat. We've never experienced that yet. <laughs> also, so. because the weather is only good here approximately like three months out of the year, it wouldn't make sense to spend one of those three months inside staring at a television screen. That's bad for your retinas, and it's bad for your skin. you got to get that vitamin D, get outside, and uh, stop sitting inside and watching sports. And that's a choice, by the way. We're choosing to do that. What, Cam? Uh, I'm watching you- the Twins game, as I do every night uh, when we're recording this, and Carlos Correa literally just had a home run get robbed. Okay. It's not the only robbery that you look like that someone time. just murdered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, family just, member. He literally jumped over the wall. Yeah, the fuck. That's yeah, White Sox suck too. Yeah, Korea that's, sucks. That's unfortunate. Uh, but uh, but yeah, Wild are done. Uh, first round bounce. The the chirping with the Stars fans has ended. That whole saga is retired. 
They're moving on to play Cam's future NHL pick, the Crack Wagon. Hell yeah. The Crack the crack House is buzzing for the playoffs, by the way. That's a loud building to play in. They got they got quite a facility up there in Seattle. but uh, And former UND coach Dave Haskell. Haxtell yep. leading leading the leading from the front. You know, a lot of people thought he was just going to be a scapegoat in Seattle and that, you know, the first coach in the expansion team always takes all the brute force and gets fired. But uh Haxtell is is proven all the haters wrong and that UND championship blood courses through his fucking veins. I I am all aboard the crack wagon. Um now that I put a future on it, I did get some free play on my bookie today. I might throw some more on it. I don't know. But I played the place this back you're, in uh, your alleged bookie. That's yeah, not legal here. Yeah, that's true. I did uh I placed this back in February. I think you guys laughed at me, but I didn't. I, I think Jake I've, did. I've been on the crack wagon since the beginning of the yeah, year. They they made me a lot of money throughout the year. And I think if they beat the stars, I might have to buy some memorabilia. I feel like if you know, it's just kind of insult to injury that I, I really feel like the wild could have taken the crack in yeah. rather easily. Mm-hmm. They seem to during the regular season. I know playoff hockey is a different beast, but it's just kind Apparently. of like, like it, this Obviously. is like the, if there was a year to go past the first round, I feel like this was the year. Dude, I'm telling well, we you that, pass the first that round. I think that would have been a harder match. That was a harder matchup than the Western conference final would be. I'm not saying we would have won the West by any means, but like, I feel like the Stars were the hardest opponent we were going to face, and it had to, of course, have been in the first round. Yeah. The only other team I'd be scared of is Edmonton. Yeah, for sure. Or even Vegas. When Vegas yeah, is playing well know. and their goaltending's good, they can be they can be good too. But it's just it's just year it just sucks again. Mm. Another year, another first round exit. Well, um, I might just be or... a salty like, Wild fan, but they really need to have like uh, one versus eight, two versus seven, three versus six in the playoffs, right? Like the regular season should mean more than it does in terms of seeding for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, who would they have? A, would they have played Seattle? Uh, I think I if they did, a, I don't, I don't know eight. who they're they're gonna play, but it just it does feel like in the NHL, like there's like championship caliber matchups always in the first round. I all, know. All I know is anyone could have beaten the Jets. <laughs> I honestly, <laughs> yeah. I honestly think Edina High School could have beaten the Jets the way they played, we... and and you saw the meltdown from Rick Bonus after that. Hilarious. After that game, I actually tweeted that same clip and said, "Hey, this this could kind of apply to the Wild right now. They had no pushback. No. We no. would have been the sixth seed. We would have played Colorado, okay. um, and then Dallas would have played the Kings." And then Edmonton would have played the Kraken, and Vegas would have played the Jets. Which they did Vegas play. still yeah. would have steamrolled yeah. the Jets so in either scenario. So that was the only one that was correct. Yeah. I mean, and, and the East was even crazier. I mean, yeah. Boston's done. New York is done. <laughs> mm-hmm. I said it. Maybe super teams in hockey don't work anymore. You bring in Kane, Tarasenko. It fails miserably. Oh, they, yeah. they got completely worked in that last game. They didn't even put up a fight. Don't win the President's Trophy in the NHL, yeah. folks. Just stop. stop doing that. If you start if if you're halfway through the season and you're, you know, dominating the league by 20 points, you should just send half your team down to the AHL and bring them up and slow yourself yep. down and just to lose some games because obviously you can't win and be the best team in the league and win it all, let alone get past the first round. I think the Tampa Bay Lightning won the President's Trophy like two years in a row in the mid 2010s and they lost in the first round both years. I think yeah, unless you're insane. playing the Winnipeg Jets, that's yeah. the only. <laughs> they were fucking terrible. They were man. horrible. They, they just scraped their way. Oh, Nashville God. made it into their spot. I think they would have had a better fight for sure. Or even Calgary, as, as yeah, big of a disaster as that place was. And you saw Daryl uh, Sutter. Mm-hmm. He, he's gone now. Like that place was. that The fight for that last playoff spot was like, who wants. who. Who doesn't want to lose the least? Or yeah. I don't know what to say, but it, it was like the shittiest team 
what was going to be a shitty team either way. Whereas like the fight for the final playoff spot in the East was incredible with Florida. You saw what they did. Compare that to the West's final playoff spot, wild card spot, just disaster. I think if it was Calgary, that series would have been sick. Because when we were in Vegas, we went to a Flames Knights game and the Flames murdered yeah, them. That's true. That series would have been. That's fun. true. If they have uh, if they have Markstrom in net, they could have done anything. But it was a little too late. Yeah, I mean this NHL playoffs has just proven that the regular season in hockey it doesn't mean a fucking no, thing. I nope. I think, what the Bruins lose twelve games all year and then they lose four out of seven. I mean that's, well, that's hilarious. What, I think I think by uh, overall ranking in terms of points or wins, I think Florida was actually like the lowest or last placed or lowest ranked team in the playoffs. I think they were ranked seventeenth in the NHL mm-hmm. in points or wins coming in, and they just absolutely like. Fist well, pounded. I know it went to seven, but they dominated that. I think for the they most part. didn't. Uh, they had like fifty points less than the Bruins. Yeah, like on the regular. That's crazy. Or some like, yeah, forty well, or whatever. Now the Bruins have the playbook for how to get it past the first round next year because they just saw Florida do it. So what you got to do is you got to move some players around, be significantly worse the next year, mm-hmm. not even sniffing the President's Trophy. Have the best player on the team's dad go to the Canadian media and bitch out the entire team. Scrape your way back in the playoffs, get the final seed, beat the number one seed. There you go, Boston. Now you're in the second round. It's that easy. Dude, are you guys getting sick and tired of Boston sports fans complaining? Yeah. They've won Mm -hmm. so much in the last 10, 20 years. They've won so many championships, yet they're always like, woe is me. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to anyone. They're like depressed, and the New York Rangers fans are upset too. Like, (laughs) oh my God, this is the worst thing ever. We we blew a... Yeah, you were up 2-0. That sucks. You lost the last four games. Like, in this sense of this year, that sucks. But they're like complaining about... Not winning. Same with Boston fans. You guys always fucking win. We need to we need to blow the whistle on that. They like, need, like they need to be forbidden from championships for the next twenty years for, for until be, they can complain for yeah. being for being upset about yeah. losing in semifinals and losing in quarterfinals. And that's just like uh, Eagles fans that were so. I mean, yeah, if you lose in the Super Bowl in any circumstance, whether you won four in a row or whatever, I know it's going to be upsetting. Like, but Eagles fans were bitching after they lost to the the Chiefs. You just won a Super Bowl in the last five years. Relax. Well, and you're Philly. Going into the second round of the NBA playoffs, I wanted Boston to beat the 76ers just because, like, I've never hated the Celtics and I hate everything Philadelphia. But seeing all these Boston fans bitch, I hope they lose because you don't know how nice you have it. I know. You deserve to lose another series. Now. You're like a you're like a rich kid who's crying because he didn't get the the right model of toy helicopter that he wanted. <laughs> yeah. It, While there are other kids who don't even get Christmas gifts. That's not that's, a big literally deal. what you're comparing it to. Britney, because of you, Britney Spears couldn't get the newest version of the of the private jet. She had to get last year's version of the right. private jet. Poor her. Yep. Poor it's Boston. Exactly fans. what it is. You, like, had to, you had to get a lower model private jet. Boohoo. It, it's like goodness gracious. Like if you you they would probably all be dead if they lived in minnesota then you didn't get into the vip section of the concert while some of us haven't even gotten in the parking lot mm-hmm. did, did you guys see um i think it was after game seven when the rangers lost and they were walking back to the tunnel there's just some new jersey devils fan just screaming hey have fun golfing tomorrow boys and he literally did it for like 35 40 seconds as I the did, whole yeah. entire team or i think what, that was the lightning wasn't oh, it was the light yeah you're yeah, right it, so was, it, was, the a, it was a toronto fan which kind of funny coming from toronto yeah, right first they, first time they've gone past the first round in 19 yeah, years right? exactly so like it, let's, let's pump the brakes up there on that in the toronto square they were screaming we want florida that's a bold call but they were right <laughs> It's, but, fun, uh, it's funny because everyone now is shifting, though, speaking of Toronto, like the the curse, everybody's now shifting the focus. I've seen national media shift focus to the wild. Yeah. Like, they're the new Toronto They're Maple the new Leafs. joke of the league, to Yeah, be they're honest. the new joke because th- th- forever it was always the Maple Leafs, and it w- we were kind of sitting in the corner in the shadows like, oh, don't bring up our stats of how many times we've lost in the first round in the last 10 years, which has been eight. And But people just 
the Maple Leafs have been getting the brunt of the joke. So it's now that's done. Well, and Jake, while you mentioned uh, championship droughts with the Wild and how we have the attention now, let's uh, transition into bit of the week. Well, what do you got? Yeah, so I have the championship drought bit. So I recently, now, you know, in light of the Timberwolves and now the Wild losing in the first round of the playoffs and being another Minnesota team to become victim of being eliminated early in the playoffs, I have become aware of a stat or uh, I wouldn't say shocking a nugget, a nugget. I wouldn't say it's shocking, but you do read it and you're like, really? So since 1991, when the twins won the world series, which was Minnesota's last team to win a championship before anyone in this goddamn room was conceived. Yep. Maybe we're yep. the problem. By yeah, the way. we were still, we were still in the bars. Um, God, <laughs> Twin that's, cities. That's, that's one way of terrible. putting it. That's it is. It is. But Twin Cities teams have made the playoffs in the MLB, NBA, NFL, and NHL and failed to reach the championship every time. So no other Metro area team had even or no wait. So we've made the playoffs 50 times since 1991 combined between MLB, NBA, NFL, and our NHL teams. No other Metro area team has even had 30 straight playoff trips without making a championship. We've we've made combined between all four major sports here in the metro area in the Twin Cities metro area 50 times in the last 30 30 plus years and have not even sniffed a championship. I guess we've been close a few times in terms of Vikings NFC championships, uh the Twins being in the ALCS in 02, um the Wolves being in the uh in in the conference final in 04, the Wild made it to the conference final in 03, but d- those were all disastrous series or games. Like something brutal happened in those games. When we even got close, something bad happened, like traumatic. Viking Vikings 09. Yep. Gary Anderson 98. Uh 2018 when we got killed 38 to yeah. 7 to the Eagles. I think we we got swept in 03 to the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. I think we lost 4 to 1 or 4-0 to the Lakers in 04. So so is Minnesota or I guess Minneapolis St. Paul area is that like the longest drought currently out of all cities? Yep, because they say no other metro area I guess you could break it down league by league, but yeah. they say with in terms of metro areas with all four major sports um, I don't know. They didn't list. I didn't. I should. We should find out what other major metro area it was. They didn't list it, but they said the next one is is thirty straight playoff appearances or just below that without a championship. Okay, and we made it fifty times, dude. I actually right out here, of four teams. I have um the Minnesota sports teams postseason record since October fifth, two thousand four. <sighs> oh the Minnesota boy. Twins are zero and eighteen for yep. a zero per, zero winning percentage. The Vikings are four and eight for a thirty three percent winning percentage. The Timberwolves are four and twelve for a twenty five percent winning percentage. And the Minnesota Wild are. 26 and 52 for a 33% winning percentage. Oh Their total between all teams, 34 wins, 90 losses. Yeah, I mean, that's tough. <laughs> that's, you know, that's one of those things where you guys should have just totally ignored all those numbers and we just pretended they never existed because that's fucking depressing mm-hmm. to hear. Like but I, that, that's the reality of it. I, I I was just thinking of like the office and doing like a gym stare into the camera. Like, (laughs) you know, like this is ridiculous. Like we, we talk about it year after year and like, Oh, there's always next year. And there is always next year. We don't know the future. I mean, you don't know how long you're going to look at, look at, look at, look at at Toronto. You know, they give, they give me hope. They finally did it. (laughs) They won one playoff. I know. I know. That's insane. And if you watched the wilds press conference today, that's the last thing Billy G wants to hear is like, thank God we made it past the first round. You know that people do say that's a loser mentality. And I, 
I can kind of see it now that it's been brought to light that we should want more, but we haven't really been given more. It's kind of like a beggars can't be choosers. Like, yeah. obviously, we want to win championships, but we got to get to the second round first. So that's what's on our uh, on our on our horizon, and it's not a fun mindset to have, but it's where we're at. You want to hear it's sad? I want to go back to the day after Game Three of the Minnesota Wild Series and just have that feeling forever. And that was just being up one game, dude. In the series. I, I, was I thought scared. back to that Saturday between games, and I'm like, can I live in that Saturday forever? Mm-hmm. So happy watching highlights left and right. It was Get, a great time. We are the the socials were popping off. The vibes were high. We had a Sunday matinee game. The to Stars fans were mad. They were mad. We were winning the battle. Life was good, man. We got to watch other playoff games without stress. You know, we got to say, it "Sucks to be this team down two one." Wouldn't know what that feels like. You know, we were we were on top of the world. We won. just as we were last year at the <laughs> right? same exact fucking time. We, got too, we, flew, what, we flew too close to the sun. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. And so. we and even after game one, when we won an overtime like we did, that was incredible feeling going into that Tuesday. And you're like, okay, we're at least going to go back home one and one and one in the series. And that Sunday came, you know, for game four, and that game was close, and there was opportunities missed and. It's just we had back to back horseshit games in Dallas, and that just killed everything. Yeah, oh, game so, game two and game five were uh, atrocious. And the Wild, they didn't have much fight. Uh, not the refs, like they weren't like a huge factor, but they were a factor too, which was unfortunate. So you always hate to see especially that, especially when they come out and admit that they were yeah. wrong. Yeah, I don't that have multiple sucks. calls. You you rarely see that in any league where refs or umps come out and they're like, "Yeah, I kind of fucked that one up." Like yeah. you know, they usually stick to their guns. But well, I, I, the, the NBA does that, and that's why like so many people like the NBA refs because they actually will come out and will tell you why yeah. if it was right or wrong i think i'd rather have them just take it on the chin and not say that they fucked up i know it makes it hurt worse no, i know because, I know because you think you start thinking about what could have been and yeah. it's a dark place like, to go in well, terms of like arguing with fans though it, it's helpful yeah, I know. <laughs> True. everyone in dallas is like no that's a fucking penalty he's done literally everything he did was like no that's that's not yeah well because in that publication where they like said the nhl was wrong they literally say they were wrong. This the NHL said this should have been a penalty because of this, which led to Dallas getting a, a goal, giving them a two one advantage. And it's like that sucks. Like when you say that, like when you say it like that. So. And and a lot of analysts and experts from around the league also admitted, not admitted, but they're like, we know, even though they don't say it, we know. Like if you call out the refs in a press conference, they're going to give it to you next yeah. next game. And when Felino was, you know, saying the refing was bullshit and game. Game three or whatever game it was where he had a couple bad calls on that Sunday. Yeah, game three. You knew game four they were going to fuck him over, and they didn't waste any time doing it. They did it, what, 10 seconds into the game? <laughs> yeah, Kick, like kicked him out. And then they come out later and say, oh, yeah, that probably should have been a two-minute, not only a, a five-minute major, but kicking him out of the game. Those were both just way too egregious, and it killed our momentum. I just wish we would have lost to someone not named the Stars because their fan base fucking sucks. Like, yeah. like you were saying with – when they were saying that every penalty was legit. Like, I'm pretty sure Jamie Ben could have pulled a pistol out of his breezers, shot one of our players, and executed him, and be like, well, had it coming. Shouldn't have yep. looked at him. Well, he, I, you know, I, he, like, hit, he hit this guy weird, and yeah. he deserved that. Yeah. What? You know, I think uh, so, some Star fans out there are cool. They were cool. But, like, like a lot of one, a lot of the Stars fans that were attacking us, they're like, well, you guys started this shit. I think all Boss Man did was make a video of all the ridiculous stuff that Stars fans were commenting on our posts. For no they, reason. They certainly started it by <laughs> ripping on the state of Minnesota and... It's because we won game one and we were having fun and celebrating and they didn't like that very much, which you know what? When you have to see another fan base celebrate because they won a double overtime game on a Monday, <laughs> yeah. I'd be a little salty too. I'd throw some shade. Exactly. All I was doing was exposing. I think the only mean thing I said in that in that video was that 
Texas doesn't really have a school system, and I actually genuinely believe that. That's not an insult. That's I think it's a fact. See, what happened was I think the caption for the video, though, was like, Dallas Stars fans are dumb, like all capitalized. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all Texas cares about is football. So, like, we go to science class, they go to cover two cover two defense class like they right. don't actually have academics right. well, there yeah, yeah, they're so still they're they still quote tweeting us like to this oh day. i know still quote they, tweeting it's us. hilarious but they don't they don't under, they don't understand how social media works yeah, the more no. you interact with our content the more the social media platforms are like oh people are interacting with them let's show them to more people yeah. Well, because a lot of our posts have hashtags so the more posts that people you know interact with that but, hashtag uh, it's no, trending no, no one tell them that because <laughs> yeah. uh, if they want to keep helping us out we we'd appreciate I saw, it but i saw one of them tweet i think it was yesterday or today they were like uh i'm trying to hate kraken fans but i can't they seem like nice people i'm like yeah so you're just trying to pick a fight yeah yeah <laughs> which it which is fun i had a blast doing it i'm not gonna lie i want to pick fights with other fans more often it kind of yeah. turned into a mini hobby you know <laughs> like when you're like when you're really bored it was really rainy and cold last week we were stuck inside a lot you know, typical Minnesota weather. So I just turned to fighting with people from Texas on the internet. But uh, really quick, um, I'm going to go into my bit because mine is kind of related to hockey. I have the I've done that beer league bit. So uh, Allmark, the Bruins goalie in Game Five in overtime, gave up a really soft goal. I think he was like behind the net and he couldn't quite get the puck on his stick. And sure enough, the Panthers skater comes in, takes the puck away. Olimark has to skate back to the net and do a, a flying dive to try to get in front of it and uh, ended up on his ass, and they scored a pretty easy goal to put away game five to force a game six. I've actually done that exact same thing. Second game of beer league. I've only been a beer league goalie for like five weeks in a beginner league, and I've already done both of these moves, so I've done that one. I've given that goal up. And then Skinner in game six, apparently he had a broken stick, but he was trying to play a pass in front of the net and fanned on it. Just gave it right to the Kings player who went in and scored an op- basically an open net. So funny. I've done that one too. So <laughs> um, you're just like pros, man. I mean, yeah, your I know. progress sounds great. You know what? It, the whole golf mentality of one of us, like when a pro golfer makes an abominable mistake and you're like, they're just like us, mm-hmm. just like hockey goalies too. Everyone lets in a softie every now and then. And uh, just through five weeks of doing this, I can relate to two goals in the NHL playoffs that were given up. Hey, Dude. you know what? Two weeks ago, I missed a wide open net. They do that all the time. Boldy, yeah, they do. Boldy did that a lot. They're not any better. We're related. Than me. <laughs> well, you got to find one more thing that a goalie does wrong that you do, and you can complete the trifecta. I know. I think I'm trying to think. Well, I've given up a lot of soft five hole goals, but that's a little trickier to prevent. That's not like an easy one to prevent. Mm-hmm. Maybe one where I try to skate out and challenge the player, and then I miss the pass, and he goes behind me, takes the puck, and scores. You got to do like a. Like a mistimed diving poke check. That's Flurry's bit. That's Flurry's bit. Stack the pads. S- skate out and throw the stick like mm-hmm. it's fucking last ditch effort. See, Jack did that once, but he made like a stick save. It yeah. made no sense. Yeah, it works like, sometimes. How did you do that? Sometimes it works. Sometimes you're looking I'm, like Flurry in game two. Yeah. Yeah. You're better than Flurry. I'm gonna try. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try it a few times, and when someone finally scores with me, I'm gonna thank them. I'll be like, "Thanks for getting help me with the trifecta, man." They're gonna be like, "This guy brain damage." Yeah. Yeah, he's a goalie. It's normal. You have to listen to the podcast, but um, and then I have an honorable mention. I have the annual Billy G hot seat tweet. Um, They come every year and and fans get upset. Today, the press conference got released and uh, lovely gentleman. I won't give his name away. Tweeted uh, Billy G should be on the hot seat now. And uh, he gets torn apart because as he should. 
this this general manager, I know we're biased. We're friends with him. I don't think yeah. that has anything to do no. with it. We loved him before that. That's what created the friendship. But yeah. Well, he's all, going back, he's a legend in hockey, especially American yeah. hockey. He's a U.S. Hockey Hall of Famer. He has the pulse of the of the team because he played for so long. He knows what it's like to be a player, how to you know how to handle certain situations well. Um, and let's be honest, he's been he he even said today he doesn't like talking about it much because you know he doesn't want to give out excuses. But this team is playing with a hand tied behind its back is the way mm-hmm. he used it with a fourteen million dollar cap hit. Yeah, it, they can't know. use that fourteen. It's no. frozen. He it's it's literally incredible that the fact that we're able to make playoffs and compete without that money. Well, people are saying that that's just excuses. People need to be held accountable. That doesn't make any sense to me. Well, look look at our sorry, just look at our minor league pool. Like for people saying mm-hmm. people need to be um, held accountable, the Minnesota Wild, like according to everyone's rankings, have either the number one or number two best prospect pool in the NHL. That's because of Bill Guerin. This team is going to be great three to five years from now. I mean, just the fact that we're even making the playoffs right now, and we know this is going to be our shittiest in the next few years, mm-hmm. like. That's a huge sign, and I think if anyone needs to be on the hot seat, it's Dean. I think he should keep his job. I think he deserves one more chance. But like that would be the person to look. That at. would be the person next, if anything. But this is the time of year where we try to run somebody out of town. It doesn't matter if they've been here a year. You're right. Or three years. Bill Guerin's only been here three years. I mean, that's not a lot of time, especially coming in a COVID year and then dealing with all the Parisi suitor cap stuff since he's practically been here. It's everybody wants to run somebody out of team without putting commit committing. To one person right now, just commit to somebody. I uh, I did see. I think it was Friday night after the game. I was just scrolling on Twitter. You know, we were depressed at Truck Park, drinking our feelings away. But uh, I did I did see a tweet, and I don't know who who said it or how many interactions it got. But they did say, uh, "Trade Kirill, trade Boldy, yep. rebuild." I saw. You know what? Right on time. Right <laughs> right on cue. Same with Billy G. Hot seat. Same with Dino Hot Seat, which I think that one's getting a little more traction the more failure we have in the playoffs. Still not something Billy G wants to do yet. Yeah. So it's like, it's just a revolt. It's it's a constant, like, it's a year-round thing. Mm-hmm. We lose in the first round, people point fingers, and they just, they just don't see the grander picture, which we've been through a lot, so I get it. But yeah. literally, wait, when we pay these guys off, when this prospect pool comes up, when you have a Wallstad fucking uh, Gustafson tandem, we're going to be cup contenders. And you know what? I, I'm fine saying that. If, if if it's 2030 and it still hasn't happened yet, sure. You can fucking it's na- time. nail me to the cross. It's time. But I I think we're a couple of years, man. It's a new base of players. It's like yeah. a, it, we're building a new base. Yeah, we, we lost in the first round like we've had in the last 12 years. But it's a, a lot in the last 12 years. But we have a new base we're building up. It's going to be a new identity in a couple of years with, especially when we open up that cap space is going to be insane. And you know, I'm also excited for the Timberwolves next year. If all the players get their shit together and don't hurt each other, like two yeah. games before playoffs, yeah, I mean, it could be good next don't year. Don't punch a wall in the last game of the season. Yeah. Don't punch How would you do that? or another teammate. <laughs> like it's ridiculous. Yeah. Don't, yeah. and don't punch teammates either. Like this is common sense here. Like before the playoffs, <laughs> if anything, punch, Come on. punch that basketball in the hoop. Yes, because that's yeah. how basketball works. You're the works, Timberwolves, right? though. Remember that. Like, also, you need everything you can get. As much as you know, you hate to say it, it's a better look to punch the other team than uh, your own team. Yep. Yeah, that wasn't Shows a good, character. Not yes. a good look. It's a gritty player I want on my team. Not good, you know, folks. 
I I don't think I've it's been a while since I've seen anything like it. But when was the last time two players in the NHL for the same team fought each other? Remember Bill Guerin hitting a stick over his uh, teammates' yeah. head in training camp? That's happened. <laughs> the next year they made them room together for training camp. That's yep, funny. that's how it, the guy like, probably deserved it. Let's be honest. It happens in like football training camp all the time, all but not the in the middle of a game. Yeah, see, that's why it's strange that that yeah. happened. But only only for the Timberwolves. Uh, sometimes we see two fans start fighting each other. Mm-hmm. I actually almost witnessed that game six in the bathroom at the X. Energy Center. I was just on my phone scrolling through Twitter. Yeah, it was after the first period. So, you know, everyone's a little hot, you know, a little drunk by that point, waiting to take a piss in that egregious line on the second level. And uh, yeah, all I do is I hear, you're a big fucking tough guy. You how fucking tough are you? Come over here and show me. And like, there's a kid between the two, and I was oh, just like, okay, so we're guys. we're doing civil war already. <laughs> fucking, we got two periods left, guys. Come on. If, if you want to fight, do it after the game. But I still, at that point, believed that we could make it happen. Dude, go, uh, speaking of the bathroom, I just remembered this now. I don't know how I, I didn't tell you guys, but when I was in the bathroom and I'm waiting in line, and it was pretty long line. This guy was just obviously couldn't wait. Um, so oh, I no. thought there was like that that recycle bin or trash can in the corner no. right when you turn it on the corner, right? Oh. And I thought I saw him in front of it. I'm like, no, nah, he's not pissing. And all of a sudden, I see him like move his hand, like he's zipping something up, and he walked out. <laughs> he pissed in that trash can. Uh, that's what right, they get right for the putting. Turn. That's what they get for putting it in that corner. Though. Yeah, that corner. Right, but right. he wasn't that. He was pretty close. To, he was probably going to piss within the next couple minutes, or he probably would have had the you know an open urinal in the next couple minutes, and he just pisses in in that uh, recycle bin or trash can and just walks out. Yeah, that second that second deck up there is a bit of a war zone. It's. They need to they need to do something about the bathroom situation. Like there was people waiting there as soon as the third or second period ended, all the way up to the start of the next period. I know. Period. Usually, there, usually you can like during regular season games you can find that you know perfect point where there's like no one no one going to the bathroom or anything like that. But yeah, it was it was there was a line there I think in the entire game. Yeah. We need to uh, the next time we talk to Billy G, we need to we need to tell him about how you can uh, on like NHL. Mm-hmm. GM mode bathrooms. Yep. <laughs> so that's the wild need you can, to do it. And Billy, all you got to do is press the button A. And, yeah, you and can it, upgrade, right? It'll be done in like 14 days. You have yeah. a budget, right? You can make them bigger. You just it's, you just can do something. I mean, yeah, I could do it in the video I would game. give it currently like a 6 out of 10 rating. Yeah. I think you could bump it up for it'd be a 14-day project if you press the button A. And uh, yeah, it'd be up to like an eight. It's Craig Leopold's money. Who cares? Right. Yeah. He's rich. Yes. He can afford it. He's, he put you on his private jet, you know? Yeah. Yeah, come on, fuck, fuck because it. he's got idiots like us buying tickets to every game, <laughs> even when they're losing. We're, we're, we, uh, you know what? That team could win zero games in the regular season, and we'd still be there as much as we could. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because especially because tickets would get so cheap. True, it'd be like the Twins cheap. right now. Yeah. It's like, oh, who wants to go to a matinee Twins game on a forty degree Monday? It's yeah. like uh, anyone with four dollars can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it though. I love that. Um, all right. Let's go, producer Cam. What's your bit? Uh, my bit is the heat in the morning, AC in the afternoon bit. We've uh, reached the time of the year where well, you guys work from home, so you don't really get this that often. But when I leave in the morning, my truck's been sitting outside overnight, and I have to turn the heat on because it's cold outside. But then, and I'm wearing a jacket and everything, and then I go work for eight hours. I leave work. I have my jacket in my hand because it's been sunny all day, and I come to my truck and it's hot as fuck. And I have to turn the AC on. It just doesn't, it never, like, the weather doesn't make its mind up right now. And my truck is probably confused. It's like, what Your the fuck body's probably confused yeah, as that well. too. People who work at golf courses know that feeling better than anyone because it's early, early morning starts and late afternoon finishing shifts. And it's the old, like, wear the pullover, 
you know, blast the defroster because you're all frosted over. And then, yep, you turn on the car at about 2 p.m. after your shift, and you want to die. Yeah. yeah it's awful. I know the feeling. Arctic to Asana. That's why, like, I love remote work so much. Not having to drive to work in the morning is just a game changer. The worst yeah. is when I get into my truck, and it's hot in the truck, obviously, and I turn the, it on, and, like, the heat he from the morning comes out, and I'm just, you. like, melting. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I hate it. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, was it when we toured U.S. Bank Stadium in August? They had the heat on in the building for whatever <laughs> oh, reason. Oh, yeah. Who else was on that tour, right? Any of you guys there? I was. Yeah, it was hot as yeah. shit. Yeah. It, it, I think it was a, a sauna everywhere we went, except I think the field was okay, but yeah. I felt like I was just, I was sweating and the entire time. I know nothing about running a, a, a multi-billion dollar stadium, so I would imagine there's a purpose behind it, but it, it kind of reminds me of how you drive by Target Field on like a on off day on a Saturday and the lights are on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like during the day. Yeah. It's like having the sprinklers on in the middle of a rainstorm. Like why? Like what are we doing? There, I, I under, There has to be an explanation behind why some of these professional facilities do it. I don't get it. Why are we leaving the lights on during the day? Why are we leaving the heat on in summer? And why are we watering shit when it's watering from the sky? What I don't understand on that topic is like car dealerships. I know do this because that's like the profession I work in. But like after they're closed, their sales floor lighting is still on. I don't get that. They want to showcase yeah. the beautiful cars. Yeah, I they guess. they want people to go in and steal it to advertise sure, it around yeah. the city. Advertise <laughs> the product, yeah. which yep. has legitimately happened before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just claim sure. insurance, yeah, and now exactly. it's free advertising. Or, it's, it's a loophole. Yeah, oh. I know. Like my like offices will Allegedly. like leave. They'll leave like lights on at night in some rooms. I think it's just something rich people do. Yeah, it's a rich. It's also thing. a security thing. It's like we want we want to look like people are in this building so yeah. that you don't break into this mm-hmm. building. I'm mean, like a lot of times at those dealerships, like they'll be displaying actual cars and shit like yeah. that. So they want they actually have it displaying through big windows. So like, yeah. that's it why looks nice at night when you try to buy a dealership and you see. And nice then you're like, Jaguar. I'm gonna buy an Audi. I'm gonna yeah. go steal it. I'm gonna yeah, take I guess it. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Wags, close us out. Yeah, I got the fake trade news bit. It was we were all at game six, and I think it was like uh, they were having like a quick commercial break. So I turned to Jake, and this is during the NFL draft, and I'm like, "Dude, Jake, Kirk Cousins just got traded for Trey Lance." And I, I just thought only Jake could hear me. The whole entire row of people sitting in front of us turn around and stare at me. Like what? I'm, I'm like, no, 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 that didn't just happen. <laughs> but I, I recommend like just pretending a breaking trade is happening in a group of large people because the reaction is absolutely hilarious. And then you get beat up. <laughs> they were they thought it was funny i mean there are people oh, who do it, it on hilarious. twitter too mm-hmm. well uh they, they literally made a trade with the 49ers that day mm-hmm. which was funny so i mean like before the details were released if you were to saw that you definitely could have done speculation yeah no th- those people in front of us definitely believed you They're like what no way I'm, I'm like and i was freaking out for a second i'm like no you're lying but any i think it helped that that don cleveland guy uh rumored that it was going to happen remember he said there's talks about a, a swap for Kirk yeah. cousins and trey lance so that probably didn't help i saw some person tweet the other day like is that is that dov guy an actual real person like or i what? don't know i've yeah. actually wondered that too dude i got i got so sick of the nfl draft shit about all the moves that the vikings were gonna do like trading up from 23 to 4 to draft a anthony quarterback Richardson? You know how much we would have to given up, give up to get that pick? To draft Are you the, fucking kidding to me? Draft the best quarterback in the class, I would have been down. Yeah, it's yeah. Now he's a Colt. Yep. It, it's Bitch, just, I'm a Colt. Shut the fuck up. I have the shirt upstairs. Yep. I uh, I love that speculation because then you get to see what actually unfolds. It's the best. Yeah. And then you but get that, to know that, who's wrong. Well, no, well, no. Like there's there's realistic speculation, but that was I'm like this was never gonna happen. I think it was probably a little realistic. That was never gonna happen. You we, say that now because it did. 
I said that before. This wasn't going to happen. Well, yeah, but Jake, you're always that, biased right. with your Jake, do you know the margin to which it didn't happen? Yeah. Though? That's the question. Can you, See, can you put I this don't, on a graph for me? I, I don't even think they even considered it, honestly. I don't even think Quezzy well, was considering did. it. I think the fact that they got um, Jordan Addison in the first round, it's beautiful. I think it helps. It helps. I think Kirk might sign an extension now. I mean, because there's, there's yeah. a great chance that he's going to have what, four amazing weapons to go to at any time yeah. when he's throwing the ball? I mean, I feel like his stats would be great. Their wide receiver attack I, I looked at our great. schedule this year, though. Or like our it's opponents. tough. Oh, yeah. It's tough. The defense has got to hold See, up. I think our When you really finish 13-4, and four, they're going to give we you might good teams. Fucked. The Vikings need to go in with grit first. That's, <laughs> ah, no. Or maybe it's grit last. That, did, that didn't work. By the way, I'm going <laughs> to... Grit second. I'm going I'm to steal that from the wild. That's going to be my new trademark. <laughs> your grit first kind of guy? I'm going to keep that hashtag yeah. going all year. Because you know they're not using it again. Nope. So you're good from a trademark They've, they've thrown that in the dumpster and, I, and I'm diving. What was it last year? Uh, it's about fucking. It's about winning. It's about winning. It's about we winning. all knew the F word yeah. was implied. And then I think for like four or five years before that, it was this is our ice, even though we kept losing. The year before it was Determ MN Nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think like, they did that for a couple You know what, years, though? That, that one got us to game seven. So we might need I to look at back. going back to that. I think they stole that off a senior t shirt. Like that's something. That what? Would be put yeah, I know. I didn't like that one. Also, that was stupid. One, what? one thing that can that I'm glad is gone. Actually, two things that I'm glad are gone that we should never bring back, and they're both uh, associated with the twins. The Bomba Squad. Yeah. Glad that's gone. And Twins Territory. Oh, Twins Territory is the best. No, because it it was associated with losing in in the playoffs. There. Yeah. I, but taglines I, uh, are only cool if you win. I, I grew I th- up with that. Like, I think was... this is Twins territory wasn't necessarily a playoff tagline. I think that was okay. like a Fox was, Sports North. That was all like, the time. That they, was just a general. They slogan. used they used to make like like those funny like ESPN commercials. Yeah, yeah they, this they, is they would end it with this is Twins territory. So, <laughs> I get bringing that back, but I don't think that was just a playoff slogan. If I'm not mistaken, but you're but, right. Like, but I, it was. I still I still hate anything it. associated with not not success. But like they need to bring back. It's not weird. It's wild because that's fantastic. Yeah, they stopped doing it. Yeah, yeah. They should have. Yeah, should have. I mean, they should have us do some. I feel like we could do some really good bits in there. Uh, let me get through my honorable mention bit, if you guys don't mind. Uh, it's pretty simple. It's if you come on to our show, you will get signed by an NFL team. We've had two people recently come on. Uh, Mariano, sorry, Marin, he just signed with the 49ers, and Tanner Morgan, who just signed with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So uh, if you want to join the NFL, come on our show. I think uh, Jerome Williams, uh, four-star golfer recruit that we just had on, I think things are looking good for him. Yeah, he's off to a great start. Yes. He's already on the uh, too, early, too early 2028 NFL mock drafts or 2027. <laughs> or Mel Kuyper's got him in the scope already. Yep. Third round pick right now. Could move up. Yep, Could move up. Exactly. I think I actually saw they already released a not, they say not too early mock draft for next year. And there are a few gophers in the first round, I think I saw. Ooh, really? Yeah. I forgot who they were, but I think first couple rounds. Hmm. Or first round, yeah. Probably uh, Athenian Khaki Mantis. Athenian Calic Praying Mantis. Yep. We gotta. I think we gotta start the praying mantises section at, at TCF Bank. Sorry, Huntington Bank, and you know, yep. let's, we, let's find a costume. Let's all wear ma- mantises. Yep. Praying mantis. Who are you? We're the Athen praying mantises. <laughs> we'll travel with the team. We'll show up to that miserable stadium in Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, the high school stadium. Yeah, the they'll, pra- be, they'll be like, damn, these guys came all the way here just to keep that bit alive that no one is following along with. The the praying mantis. The praying mantis bit. The Praying Mantis Club. Yep. Praying Mantis Athen Club. Uh, really quick before we get out, I forgot I had an honorable mention bit. Um, just to get away from sports and the depression of what is that is Minnesota sports, I have the last second ticket bit. So I guess this reference sports a little bit. But the way to go, I think, for most sporting events, maybe not so much wild playoff events, but for concerts as well, we're potentially doing this if 
for the Blink-182 concert this week. Do last-second tickets because tickets drop significantly. Everybody is always like, tickets are so expensive for that bid or that concert or that sporting event. It's like, just wait till 24 hours or less before the event. They're going to go down. Trust me. Just calm down. Wait because the set prices you're looking at now, three weeks out from a set event, they're going to be fucking expensive. So calm down. Wait for the last minute and tickets will go down. That's how it is. That's kind of a sports too. Yeah. Well, I'd say most sports, I think with the wild playoffs. Yeah, playoffs are different. They were different. I think they went down slightly, but they went down from like 160 upper level to 140. And, and But for most regular season sporting events with the wild and twins especially, um, and a lot for concerts, you can get you know last minute ticket bit. You wait in the, within the last 24 hours, everything will drop significantly. That's what you do. Don't, because I've talked to, well, when, remember we went to the Red Chili Pepper concert, we got decent tickets down by the floor for maybe a hundred dollars and people are like really i paid like 200 for like lowers in row 30 i'm like i'm like when did you buy them like five months ago i'm like well yeah i'm like we just bought them five hours before the concert like yeah we should have did that i'm like yeah there's no it's not going to completely ever sell out in this day and age sometimes you get fucked because like sure you risk it yeah. but in my experience with concerts at least i've never had an issue with getting them like last minute Sporting events, there has been issues with playoff games for sure. I heard, uh, I was actually just talking about this with someone at work. He said that one of his buddies will buy like nosebleed tickets. And then when they're in the game, they'll see what tickets are still available and they'll go sit in those because they're like, well, no one has these. I'm not going to get kicked out of them. That was someone at hockey said that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 I'm like, that's actually kind of smart. I've always thought about doing that, but yeah. I've never actually done it. I think you have to look at Ticketmaster because I think some of those like, uh, um, Re- resale resellers don't actually they have don't, the, they don't the show seat the, in the row they probably just show for that row. reason yeah, yeah but I think Ticketmaster does show the row and everything so they would they yeah. would fuck that up so also I want a quick fuck you to the Target Field ushers uh, our buddy Veach yeah. went to a game and um, it was one of those matinee games where maybe five hundred people show up to you know a stadium that can fit what twenty thousand plus people. Um, no one's there, so he decided that he was gonna sit like around on the fir- first baseline, maybe halfway down, literally in a sea of empty chairs. No one's there. Ushers come down, kick him out in a second. Yeah, that's... Now I understand you can't have people sitting in seats that aren't theirs and like on a Saturday game or when it's busy, but when there's 500 people in the fucking stadium, let them sit wherever. It's gonna look better on TV. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Trying, yeah. trying to not look like Detroit, especially if no one no one has those tickets that day. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to. There's not. There's not someone complaining to the ushers that someone. Hey, someone's sitting in my seat. They won't leave. There was no one around him. No yeah. one was sitting in the seat he was in that day. Speaking you of, did, didn't we make a TikTok about that? Have we published that yet? No, oh, it's in my draft. There's the, the, the a skit. there's a there's a bit coming out about that about mm-hmm. uh, being uh, honoring your your ticket even mm-hmm. if you're in the last row. No yeah, matter where you sit for that one. But uh, anyways, that is it for a bit of the week, folks. We're going to take a quick commercial break before our interview with Vikings legend Chuck Foreman. Folks, as you know, It's a Bit is a proud partner of the Better Edge app. And if you don't know what Better Edge is, it is a legal online social betting marketplace that allows you to post and engage with other sports betting fans. You can place no commission positions in an online marketplace. They're not taking any money, any vig from you. You can compete in direct head-to-head challenges with bettors like myself, journalist Jake, producer Cam Wags. You can send us bets, uh, fade everything we say on this show. We can also You can also compete in public or private betting competitions. They usually have a lot of them running for times like now, the NHL playoffs, the NBA playoffs. They might even do some stuff with golf this summer. 
And finally, you can buy or sell positions like the spread over under Moneyline at their current market prices. So if you want to get in and legally sports bet in the state of Minnesota or any other state, you can use promo code 10K when you sign up for BetterEdge.com. Gets you a free 20 bucks when you sign up and verify your ID. Once again, when you sign up for BetterEdge.com, use promo code 10K when you sign up to get a free 20 bucks and verify your ID. Start betting today. All right, folks, welcome back to It's a Bit. We're joined by a very special guest. We have former NFL running back, voted as one of the top 50 greatest Vikings of all time, an absolute legend, Chuck Foreman. Chuck, it's great to great to talk to you. It looks like you got a very, very uh, almost desert themed background. I'm kind of trying to figure out where, where I'm just curious. Where do you yeah, live? Well, now? a little bit of something, you know. This is my first time out, so this is in my my uh, dining room area. So, yeah, I guess Christina's got it the way she wants it. Yeah, <laughs> I dare not touch it. Yeah, it's not really up to you, is it? Yeah. Well, it looks good. It's a good background. <laughs> so. Are, are you are you still are you Thank still you. yeah are you still located in Minnesota then you still living out here? Oh yeah, definitely in Minnesota. Um, yeah, this is it. Awesome, awesome. Well, you, so you were drafted by the Minnesota Vikings in 1973. When you were drafted by them, did you think that you'd be living in Minnesota for the good chunk of the rest of your life? Hey, coming out of Miami, Florida? Heck no! I didn't think I was going <laughs> to be here all this time. I thought I'd be back in Miami. But uh, this is a great place to live. What would you say after all this time you're adjusted to the cold weather? I would say so. But, you know, you got to get out of here at least once or twice during the winter. Otherwise, you know, you might have some issues. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think I read, though, that you were, you know, you were actually hesitant when you, you know, when you found out you were drafted by Minnesota. You were like you were hesitant to come here specifically because of the cold because you saw the videos of them using the flame or flamethrowers on the old <clears throat> Met Stadium field and you're like oh shit like I'm going to play up there. Hey, back in those days you had no choice. I might have disliked it when I saw it, but I knew that's where I was coming. But it was a great. Yeah, I'm very blessed to have been drafted by the Vikings. A great organization. And a lot of great people when I got here. Um, I really, uh, really enjoy it. A lot, speaking of great people, you were coached by, you know, the legendary Bud Grant. I was just wondering, what, what was it like to have him as a coach? Bud was a you know, real laid-back kind of guy, very strict in what he wanted you to do. He had high expectations of you. He, did, he thought you should have been prof- – well, he was a consummate professional – and he did show you how to be a professional football player, that's for sure. They're not just a pro, but a professional. Yep. Well, how what do you think? Bud Bud Grant, obviously, like he, you know, he just recently passed away, but I mean he lived a long, you know, healthy right. life. I mean, what what do you think went in what what do you think the secret is from his perspective to have a, to living a long life like he did? I really couldn't tell you that part of it, but <laughs> I can only tell you he was active all the way up to two weeks uh, before his passing, and he was certainly was alert then. We were at a function for the alumni, NFL alumni, and he was taking questions, telling jokes. He was doing all that. He was still fishing. I don't know if he was out there hunting or not, but I know he was pretty active all the way to the end. So that's, uh, you know, that that was his way of doing things. Yeah. I was going to say, 
whatever uh, whatever you do to live a long life, you probably look at our lives and uh, say the opposite. That's probably the best <laughs> guess I'd give you. But what uh, what would you say is one thing from playing in your day that that teams or players could never get away with now in terms of the style of the game? terms of habits or, or maybe things players do in the locker room. What, what would you say is one thing in your day that that was completely different from the way it is now? Um, I think there's a lot of trash, more trash talk, um, more, uh, things like that, that go on. I think, uh, the, the openness is about how you feel about certain things in the game. It was really, really strict at that time. I mean, uh, I don't know. I guess self-expression was not was not something that they that that's something they frowned upon. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Whereas now, players have Twitter and they can just yeah. openly <laughs> talk shit about another teammate. So, just say dumb things. Happen, flat out happens all the time. They, uh, they say stuff like that, but you know, it's like if I made a big play on a guy, I know one darn thing. I wasn't gonna come back and get in his face and throw the ball. And, get up there and talk trash to him. Cause by that time there was big target, a big target would be on your back for the rest of the game. And I mean, in those days, anything goes till the whistle blows. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you could do that if you want, but, you know, you'd be, you better be protecting yourself from that point on. You know, I saw a highlight video recently of the NFL in the seventies and almost every hit in that highlight video would have been a penalty in today's NFL. Yeah, for sure. It's crazy. Yeah, no doubt. You know, like you cannot compare the stats of my era to the stats of today. I mean, that's not to say the guys aren't great athletes, aren't great football players, but you can't judge a guy by those stats. You know, you know, you let quarterbacks throw for I don't know how many yards, but you can't even touch a quarterback. You know, I, I remember seeing a picture of this guy. Uh, before, his name was Y.A. Tittle. And I don't know if you've ever seen this before, but he was on his knees. He played for the New York Giants. And he was you know, on his knees in this, I think it was a playoff game, and he was just bleeding all the way down. That's the way they used to beat up quarterbacks. And so, like, I'm not taking anything away from a guy's talent, you know, what he can do in his, 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 his choices during the play, his, his ability to throw or whatever. But I'm telling you, stats need to go out the door. You can't make that comparison. Well, I was going to say, you see a, a guy just gets maybe a little bit of a maybe what would be equivalent to a, a paper cut by a player. He's down. He might be flopping on the ground looking at the ref for a flag. And then you're telling us there's a guy literally, it's like a damn horror movie out there. A guy's bleeding down his face like he has like war paint on his face. And he's just like, yep, next play, let's go. Yep. You know, it's Clean just. play. Yep. Exactly. It's, that's that's the way it was in, in those days. And go online and check it out. You'll see. Just type that guy's name in there, man. It, that was how brutal uh, they could be. You know, the defensive lines could be. They say meet at the quarterback. I know that was the motto of the Minnesota Vikings. When they met at the quarterback, they met not only meet, but beat him up. Yeah. It, so it, that's the way it was. That's kind of like how playoff hockey is these days. You find the the quickest star, you know, the, the the most prevalent guy, and you just try to go after him and beat him up. It's similar, like with a quarterback, I suppose. It's like, well, if they don't have that guy, then they're screwed. So that was probably just the strategy back then. And our producer showing the picture of of oh my yeah. god. Okay, I see the photo now. Yeah, that's oh, wow, the blood coming down the face. Yeah, he's blood just on the jersey from everywhere. 
That's, That's incredible. Oh, yeah, he's on his knees. He, he's pretty beat up, you know, and that was the way it used to be. Now, that was even before, way before my time. But that was the way it was uh, when they on the quarterbacks back in my time. You know, you and they did not slide. If you did that in that era, they think you were, you know, a chump. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you, did not, you did not slide. You didn't do Way that said, now it's good for the game and all that. I agree with that 100. But it's a totally different game, and I love it still. But you know the comp, the comparisons you they make to who's the goat and who's not goat because I don't even believe that anyway. But you know, it's different times and great players in every era for sure. But I I don't I don't go with all that stuff. That's crazy because now if you don't slide. Your team looks at you as almost like you're a bad decision maker. You're a liability because you're going to eventually get injured. Mm-hmm. That's funny to think well, that. Right. Yeah, back in the day, there was a if if you did slide, you were considered a coward. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. That's all right. Okay, you got a forty-five million dollar player. He definitely going to slide. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got a twenty million dollar running back. He definitely going to slide. Yeah, you know what I mean. So there's different reasons today and you know like they tell you to slide you know if you don't have and that's a smart way i i remember you know years ago you know i I was at a function and jim brown was there and he was talking about running the ball and he 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 said uh, you need to be a smart run you got to know when to go down i mean there's no need fighting for two two inches Mm -hmm. if you can't go if you can't break it, go down, come back another play as a running back. That's that's how that's that's how you create longevity. Most guys get hurt when they're in a pile trying to get a foot. Mm-hmm. You know, you better go down and come back the next play. Is it um is it true that absolutely horrible stuff happens at the bottom of a football pile? Yeah, I've had some stuff happen to me, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't know if they still do it, but yeah. they they grab at things. <laughs> <laughs> things we shall not disclose, but yeah, yeah, oh. for sure. I think oh. it was uh, Mark Schlereth said he used to pee on people in oh, the bottom. Yeah. Of the I, you know, and then and then also, I remember uh, getting tackled, and you know, I'm like, man, what y'all drink last night? That smelled like vodka. Was that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was like that too. So. Jeez. Well, I mean, in terms of like the locker room or or pregame or even postgame, I mean, were there what was it like back then in like the 70s when you played? Were people were people openly drinking beer or drinking hard liquor or smoking cigarettes? The only thing I ever saw was smoking cigarettes at halftime. God, (laughs) that's still crazy. I could not. My my rookie year, I saw that. I'm like, what? (laughs) You know, it's kind of an eye opener, but I never saw, especially with our team. Bub was pretty strict on a lot of different things. Uh, and I, like I said, it was a very mature team when I got here. Most of those guys already had 9, 10, 11, 12 years in the league when I got here. So they were pretty much uh, dialed into everything, but liked uh, wanted his team to be like. And those guys set the example. And if you didn't, you know, Bud didn't have to say anything. The, the guy, you know, Jim Martha Carler, you know, you got – Grady Alderman or those guys like that, they would come up and tell you, hey, we don't do that around here. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. That was the way it went. Right. Is there a, Chuck, is there a team that you, you despise the most, a team that you hated playing against every year? 
Let me see. Not so much hated playing against, but I hated playing in Chicago. Yeah. Because at the time, Soldier Field, you know, they had those dugouts. Mm -hmm. And so when you sat on the sideline, they were dug in the ground. And what they would try to do when they, if they if they would try to hit you, they try to throw you in that in that dugout as a runner or a receiver. They you know that's where they wanted you to go. Yeah. You might get hurt coming in, but they were kind of cheap shot at the time. I guess most of those guys in the black and blue, you know, they had an opportunity. They're gonna they're gonna give you a cheap cheap shot. What uh what was your favorite aspect about playing in the in the old Met? Um, playing in the outdoors. It just I've seen. I obviously was not born then obviously mm-hmm. clearly but i seen highlights like i was talking about you know seeing the flamethrower <clears throat> go on the field but what was your favorite aspect about playing at outdoors at the well it was a great place to play back in those days but in the winter time in playoff time when that sun would set behind oh, the mitt oof. That, that would go 20 30 35 degrees below oof. normal normal temperatures and and generally, at that time, we'd be playing the L.A. Rams or somebody from a warmer climate, and uh, that would be all she wrote. Well, you guys can <laughs> handle it, and there's no way they could handle it. Um, I'm just wondering, what do you think the coldest game you ever played in was? I don't know. I think it may have been 30-some below zero. <laughs> but, you, could, you know, we couldn't wear blood. Blood wouldn't let you wear gloves and none of that kind of thing. Oh, <laughs> just gritty. God. Yeah, no, they didn't, you know, they didn't have gloves back in that. In fact, they had this stuff called stick'em. And, you know, and he didn't like you to wear that either. But don't, I did that one time and I was told not to. And then it froze on my fingertips. So my ball, the balls kept slipping out of my hand. Oh. So they had to bring me in and take a, take something to chip all the, stick them off my fingertips oh. so I could hold on to the ball. <laughs> and meanwhile, yeah, these, kind of, yeah, meanwhile, these days they got a guy on payroll just to hold Mahomes' coat while he's on the field. I know. But, uh, you know, I always, I always bring this up every year, uh, and we actually had the opportunity to watch the Vikings play at Highmark Stadium against the Bills. Do you think, right. it, as, as great as U.S. Bank Stadium is and as, as warm as it is in the winter, mm-hmm. Do you think the Vikings would have a massive advantage if they decided to go with an outdoor stadium? Because, like you mentioned, if you played against the Rams on a negative 20-degree day, that's all she wrote. I think they lost probably two games, two wins a year going indoors. That's yeah. my own personal opinion. Because yeah. here in Minnesota, it does get pretty pretty cold out there. And playing inside, playing outside, of course, everybody has the same – there's nobody that has the advantage other than you might have the home field, the home field advantage, but you have a team that comes in here with a lot of talent. You know, it's it's just a white, it's just a wash. But there's no there's no advantage. But trust me, as a fan, uh, if I'm going to a game, I don't mind sitting in. Yeah, US- <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a nice, it's, it's a nice team. Obviously, the the right. concept has pros and cons. So right. yeah, the right. the cons as a fan outweigh the pros for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Is it true that uh, the first round pick that the Vikings just had got Jordan Addison? Did he go to your high school? No, Jordan's from Frederick. Oh, he's from your hometown. He's from my hometown. The school that he goes to is called Tuscarora. Mm -hmm. They built that a few years ago after I left. There were just two high schools in Frederick, Frederick High School and Thomas Johnson High School when I came out. And, you know, they've had a couple guys going the first round from my hometown this year. So one played at Clemson and one started at Pitt, ended up at USC, and that's Jordan. And you know, I you know, I went to school with some Addisons back back then. Now, I'm not sure they're the same Addisons, 
but those the ones that I went to school with were all really good athletes and really bright guys. So I'm not sure. I I called around to find out if in fact he was related to those guys. I haven't had any hurt back yet, but anyway, he's a heck of a player. Oh great, yeah. Great football talent they mm-hmm. got down right. there. I'd say. Yeah. yeah geez. Um well speaking of uh you know your you're from Frederick, uh, Maryland, and you, growing up, how was like youth football back then? I mean, I know nowadays they're <clears throat> so focused on you know concussion protocol and everything and head injuries, which is great. But I mean, what was right. it like growing up as a kid? You know, going playing football. I mean, what was the protection like? What what was that all like for you? Well, you know, um, when I when I was coming, you know, they were just. As far as we used to call it midget football, whatever you call it, that's how that was the name of it when I came through. Um, they were just starting to integrate it, as a matter of fact. And, you know, we had, you know, I guess it was, of course, they don't have the equipment like they have today, but I'm saying, but it was, you were pretty much protected. And the coaches, for the most part, were very aware of, uh, you know, protecting you, uh, you know, as a little guy. But uh, like everything else, you know, this the game where you know r- really quick whether it's going to be the game for you because, you know, it does hurt a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> especially if you're someone who has to hold the ball <laughs> when there's a team of, of people running at you. I know I got you. I mean, you could just look at me. I got destroyed in football and it was a pretty short career for me, but. Um, did, uh, did your style of football, so you were a pretty dynamic running back. You, you were able to obviously truck people, but then you also would catch the ball. Do you think that, do you think that your era was kind of what, what inspired a lot of the running backs today who are a dynamic, like a Christian McCaffrey, you know, type style? I don't think so. Just number one, I was the only one doing it. Yeah. (laughs) You were a, you were a trailblazer. Hey, well, I don't get credit for it, but myself and Lydell Mitchell, uh, Lydell pretty much came out of the backfield mostly. If I lined up in the slot outside, fullback, all over the place. So, you know, um, I guess one of the things I'm just going to tell you is that that offense that you're seeing and people are making popular today because the quote-unquote traditional running back is pretty much they're trying to say he's obsolete. What's What's – the so-called new today is the multi-purpose bag, okay, which I was. Yeah. And then so we called that the purple offense. And then San Francisco came around and, and did some things. But they took our offense, they called it the, the West Coast offense. So Jerry Burns, our, our offensive coordinator, he and Bud Grimm, they were really good. They were really innovative, innovative people and created that offense, the runner as receiver. And if you look at the pro magazine in my time, they had a cover pro magazine. That was the magazine of the NFL and it had runner as receiver. And I'm on the front page. There we go. Yeah, see, yeah, you, so, you should have been getting triple payroll. You were doing three different positions. Yeah. You were on <laughs> well, a fullback too. When I'm the yeah, fullback, I play fullback. You see in my time, and I don't know how they determine who's who and who's qualified to be what. But when they judge me as a football player, they just look at me as a fullback, okay, with so many yards. 
And then they don't look at my receiving yards and all the things I did from that particular part of the game. And to me, it's impact plays that distinguish whether you are a great player or not. I mean, you can have garbage plays. You know, you can run for 100 yards, but if you give the ball up four times by fumbling or you drop four balls, what the heck is that? Right. Okay. So what I'm saying to you is I don't know who picks all these things and who decides um, who is the face of the multi-purpose back, but obviously they didn't see me play. Yep. We're gonna we're, we're gonna have to dig up that uh, that magazine cover, yeah. and uh, we'll we'll help you gloat yes. that. <laughs> yeah, you deserve the it. trailblazer. Uh, yep. You know, it's just a fact. I'm not saying anything. This is not right out there. You know. Yeah. But that's the way it, it is, and the way it was, and so. Uh, but I sit down and I listen and I and I read about guys multi-purpose back, and I'm like, wait a minute, the guy that created the whole thing is not even mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? And that's me. So yeah. Yep. why Damn that straight. is, I don't know, but <clears throat> it is what it is. How do you think you would have fared in the, the modern day NFL doing what, doing that's what they're I doing? My game. Certainly look at McCafferty and all those guys. I mean, yeah, yeah. for sure. I would be, I wouldn't think about how much money I'd be making. To be <laughs> generation <laughs> money. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I'm happy to see that the multi-purpose back is finally getting his recognition because those guys are great, great athletes. I'm not taking anything away from the Henrys and the other people, but I'm just saying when you're one dimensional, you know, and I'm not saying other guys couldn't be multi-dimensional players, but at the time in my time, that was it. You were running back, fullback, whichever they decided you were going to be. And if you caught the ball, didn't even think about that part of your game as being part of your game. So now they're getting the recognition that they deserve, and I'm happy for them. Well, and let's just all be honest: football is more fun to watch when a running back can catch passes. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't quite explain why that is. Same as if a quarterback can run; it's just, yeah. it's fun to see more things happen, more dynamic. And yeah, even, even tight ends yeah. catching the ball too. Yeah, that's right. right. And then tight ends, and but you know. Uh, the the, the 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 opportunity for running back to isolate one on one with a linebacker, well, that's just like, you know, that's a gift there. You'll take that all day. You yeah, got guys like that that can op- that, could, that um, a running back that gets to that second wave, and he's getting rid of the linebacker anyway, but he's coming through that first wave first. But if he's past catching the ball, he's only got to get rid of one guy. But that's a gets a great advantage. Well, I'm sure you could. I'm sure you still have enough athleticism to go up literally right now against some of these uh, running backs. Yeah, throw you in yeah. the slot, put you out there. He can yeah, still okay. catch some balls, like riding a bike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I tell you, I, I hear you talking. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying words. Uh, no, uh, I can think about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but you know, it is what it is. But I enjoy watching uh, the players of today. You know, they got some great athletes out there. And they're really – the game has changed in a lot of great ways. So, And I'm glad they are protecting the yeah. players a lot more. Yeah. I might say, you know, I mean, because some of the things that we did back in my time is just ridiculous. But <laughs> yep. now they're protecting the players. You get to see them out there. They get to – they can speak their minds and say what they want to say. Yep. Some of them go overboard, but mm. some of them talk their way out of the league. So Yeah. <laughs> Do you think uh, – and this might be an obvious, an obvious yeah. answer, I guess. But uh, do you think the officiating 
has gotten better or do you think it's gotten worse or do you think it was uh you think it was worse in your time when you played because i'm thinking particular of a play i think you were a part of it might have been 1974 1975 nsc championship against the dallas cowboys the notorious no call on the (laughs) opi or pass interference so i just gotta ask well first off how how were your feelings about that when that happened against the cowboys it was heartbreaking because you know it was you saw i mean we're sitting there watching of course you're watching on tv but there's hardly any replay yeah uh, you know at that time or you could go back or you know to replay a play to see if it would be overturned or all that kind of stuff. Obviously it would have been, but um, today's game, you know, you make a call, it's a bad call. You Everybody can see because they got every angle there yeah. is to see. So you make mistakes, you get called out on it. So I think that's a good part of the game because I don't think anybody should lose a game on a bad call. Yep. Yeah, and unfortunately, it happened to you in, in the seventies. Yeah, but, one know, of the most famous players in NFL history. Yeah, yeah, that, that's one of the big. That, and that was our best football team too. Yeah, nineteen seventy-five. That was our best, best, best football team. Yeah. No doubt about it. It just sucks. Well, I was saying this day and age of social media, it's definitely circulated. I think it gets posted at least once a year, like the anniversary of it or something. It's like we should stop posting this because I don't know if it's bad juju or. Or it's just depressing, but you know, to go along with a lot of the other Vikings heartbreak that we have experienced in our lifetime. Right, but, right. but uh, we've definitely seen it. Well, in your lifetime, they never been to a Super Bowl. I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. You got to be heartbroken. I mean, you know, come on. I know. Yeah, we were just reading a stat about how since 1991, when the when right. the Twins were in the World Series, Minnesota has had the longest championship drought where we haven't even been to one. Uh, in, into a championship right. in yeah. all four ma- out of all metro areas with all four major teams that exist right. in that area, we've made it to like fifty playoffs combined mm-hmm. and have not even been in a championship final or a championship. Yeah, ever final. since we've been alive, we've never seen yeah. a Minnesota team in a championship. It's insane. Yeah, since you guys have been alive, that's what I'm saying. When they're making comparisons to Viking football teams, until they get some a team at least in the Super Bowl, we're the best. hundred percent. Well, uh, yeah, that's bad. Look, you can, you can, you know, we've had a lot of great players come through here now. Don't misunderstand that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We're talking about teams and things like that. I mean, they had some good teams, but, you know, they never got to, the, they never even got to the dance. No. And, and winning in these pro leagues is just so hard. I feel like it gets harder every year with, you right. know, the, the talent and everything. But um, I know a big offseason question for the Vikings is possible alternate jerseys. Would you like to see, Kind of like a throwback jersey to your to your era of Vikings football because I know a lot of fans want to see that for a yeah. for an alternate. I, I, I don't know if it's going to bring you any wins. <laughs> it'll give you a new look or a different look. Or yeah, maybe take what you can get. Yeah. Yeah. Play good. It's been fifty years since I've been drafted, and at the fiftieth year, we drafted a guy in the first round from my hometown who was a super athlete. So who knows what could happen? Once again, this football thing, town. <laughs> maybe. I don't know if it's a football town, but I'm saying, look, Frederick, Maryland, Minnesota. Who knows? And I think he's a, he's a, he's the right guy at the right time because if he can just follow, uh, you know, the other guys we have, mm-hmm. and do, you know, and just, you know, Justin Jefferson is a very special talent. Oh, yeah. And all he's got to do is just go follow him and do everything he's doing. 
and you'll be just fine. Yeah. Well, and it, for you know, fifty years since you've been drafted, and now right. you said it's uh, we we have a player <laughs> now from your hometown. Well, now and you right. made this, you made Super Bowls, so we're gonna make Super Bowls. It's declared now. Rookie of the year, yeah. Maybe he's maybe he's the rookie of the year too. There we go with, with JJ and KJ. Right. And, yep. Yeah, you never know. He's got a good group around him, so all he's got to do is hopefully the Vikings will get it all together this year and and make some make some noise. Yep, hundred percent. I, I my last question I wanted to ask was just how cool was it watching your son play in the NFL? Great, you know Jay. You know he played in the NFL. My younger son Anthony, he played in college. He did really well. His, you know, he decided to go a different direction, but they all them. But Jay was. Really, really good when he played. Anthony's darn good when he played. And he has a different uh, after he got out of college. But it's always great to watch your kids do well. My daughters, they do well. I've been very lucky. Let me just cross that heart there. But I've been very lucky to have four great, great young people in my life. So, I, yeah, I've, I've enjoyed going. I have a lot of football games with those two guys. And. My daughters, you know, uh, all of them. So it's been great. Yeah, that's uh, it's definitely something special when when a sport like that can bring your bring your oh, family yeah. together. Oh, yeah. Um, I, yeah, yeah, for sure. the The last question I had for you for you, Chuck, was I th- I think this is obvious, but uh, how did you get your nickname, the Spin Doctor? Did you just have the the filthiest spin in the league? Or? <laughs> no, I don't know who you know. To be quite honest with you, only thing I know is how I started to make the spin move. Yeah. And that was because when I was a kid, Earl of Monroe played for the Baltimore Bullets, they used to call him at the time. And he was from Winston-Salem State back in those days. And he, first of all, he's from an all-black school. And then he came to there. That was kind of unheard of. But anyway, he had the spin move. When he'd come up to basketball court, he'd spin to get away from guys and shoot that jumper. Well, we all tried to emulate that, right? And so that was always a part of my basketball game, too, when I played basketball in high school and college. I like Okay, let's do that. But one day we were playing against the Houston Oilers at the time. I never forget it. And I just and I saw a space I wanted to get to out there, and I decided to do this little spin move to get to this space. I wasn't trying to get to, uh, get rid of a guy. I was trying to get to a space over there, and it worked. And I said, "Wow!" So I, he was there, and I was over there, and. That's how it all started. The rest was history. Well, that's great. You got to be so. You also have to be one of the first people then ever to bring the spin move into the NFL, right? I would say that I was. That's yeah, it. I would, so the, well, especially with the what I call a controlled spin move. In other words, when I did the spin, I wasn't just spinning. I was spinning to get into an open area. Mm-hmm. I was going. I knew I was going to get rid of the guy, but I wanted. I was going to open space. Well, when oh, people right. hit the B button in Madden, well, it's all because of him. I was just about to say it's <laughs> yeah. because of you. You've pissed off a lot of Madden players yeah, exactly. <laughs> that have been that have been yeah. burned by the spin move yeah. in Madden leagues and all that. So that's great. Um, right. Uh, the last question I, I had for you um, was: Is it true you are a substitute teacher? Yeah, I, I've substituted for you know for many years awesome. and some other stuff too. But that, that substitute, even I get calls every day to come in. But since COVID and all that, I haven't been going into the classroom. I, I went, let me see, I think at the beginning of the year, I went maybe once. I haven't been back since, but I might go back before the year's out. I got a few weeks for the 
But yeah, so I kind of laid back on all that stuff. I'm kind of in a good place. It would be well, so fine. crazy. Your teacher's sick. You come into class and there's Chuck yeah. Ford. Well, I, I was already, I was already gonna say, kids already love to see a substitute teacher yeah, because yeah. that means yeah, they're they probably watching do. a movie. <laughs> yeah, they, they like that. They like that because they think it's gonna be a free day. Yeah. When I get there, it's not a free day. Well, nope. you're, yeah, teach yeah. them spin moves. Yeah, it's like kids. We're, spin moves. You're gonna no, learn what football was that. like in the 70s. Oh. Yeah. So, but yeah, I used to. You know, I, I mostly did most of my stuff at a place called Kennedy High School. Yep. Here in Bloomington, and of course, uh, there's been a lot of change. You know, several different principals and all that. And then a lot of well, with everything else. So, I've kind of like, I'm kind of doing what I want to do, and I, I go in every now and then. That's yeah. awesome. Do you have any uh, tactics to handle misbehaved students? They generally don't mess with mess with me <laughs> when I go in there. You know, here's what I found out: this when you come in there and you you know you don't have to be real hard on them, but yeah. I just tell them straight: look, this is what my responsibility is. This is the lesson plan. Let's get this done, and then I'll give you the rest of the time to do whatever you want. That's how I do it. Yeah, and generally, ninety percent of the time it works. At ten percent of the time, some you get uh, some kids that just go off the chain. But I don't even get into any disputes with them. I just get on the phone and say, "Hey, come get them." Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, well I, I was saying, you you know, you say all that stuff like, "I have res- this is my responsibility. This is what I'm trying right. to do." I think you just throw in also. I played football in the seventies. Yep. <laughs> I think that'll put a lot of people I, I, in line. I played for Bud Grant. Yeah. <laughs> I, I witnessed most of the time, Most of the times, like, when I go into the classroom, they already know yeah. that I played for the Vikings, I think, most of them. I don't know whether the sub tells them or, I mean, the teacher tells them that I'm coming in the sub or what have you. But, you know, like I said, I, I have really backed off on that quite a bit, but yeah. it's enjoyable. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. A lot right. of bright kids out there, so you know, a lot of bright kids, and I'm happy to see where the world's gonna be. Yeah, that's good. My generation sure messing it up. <laughs> yep. Well, uh, yeah, Chuck, this has been a blast. Before we let you go, we kind of do a signature thing here called the rapid fire. We're just gonna ask you ten questions and and try to fly through them as fast as we can. If you're ready for that, okay. All right. All right. So, uh, first question: greatest player you ever got to play with. I'm not answering that. <laughs> I played with a lot of great players. That's the correct answer. I will right say there. this though: I played with a lot of great players and had a lot of good friends on the team. But I will say the guy that I played with that I admired most was Alan Page. I'll put I'll yeah. put that. Okay. Up. Yep. Uh, a great admiration for him. Yep. Yep. Uh, you just mentioned you're a substitute teacher, so this one fits in right. perfectly. How many fourth graders could you fend off in self defense? I don't know, man. You know, they can just run me out just by just saying, Mr. Foreman, Mr. Foreman. I don't run away from him. <laughs> <laughs> the, an- the answer is zero if they say yeah. your, your name. <laughs> uh, which city do you prefer, Minneapolis or St. Paul? Well, uh, I guess they're all the same. St. Paul's the uh, it's more homey-like. Minneapolis is, I don't know, I like them both. And I have no preference. Yeah, yeah. they're they're a good one-two yeah. punch. Mm-hmm. Right, they are. Um, who was? I know we talked about you know your least favorite team to play against. You mentioned playing in Chicago, but who would you say was the most difficult person or uh, maybe group of people you played against? Is there any like <laughs> linebackers that always got you or defensive 
linemen. Okay, <clears throat> I would say this. The one guy that I always remember, I'm going to play against a lot of great guys, Fred Carr, Green Bay Packers. He was like 6'5", 240, could run fast. I mean, there's a whole lot of different guys, a lot of different a lot of different talents. But the guy that I remember most, though, was a guy by the name of Jack Ham. He played for the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. You ever you ever go out in the summertime with a whole bunch of gnats around? Yep. Keep swatting at them, trying to get them to go away, but they always around. That's he. That's how he was. You know, you go out, you put a move on. You, you think you beat him by three or four yards, and he's still on your hip. Yeah. And he was a very savvy, savvy guy. I mean, I could beat him, no doubt about that. But he was always around. He, he was not somebody I could just get rid of. He was. I thought he was one of the better athletes to play that position. If you look at a picture of him, this is what I imagine like a really good defensive player looked like in the you know, yep. in the older days of football, like Bulky yeah, pads he's and big everything. and he's got, yeah, he's, he's got tape around his hands. Cause you know, he's just always jamming them in. You. He's yeah. He's got a beard. Yep. He's, he's got, he's, he's got the look. He's a big, tough guy. That, he just that looks is. annoying. He's a very, really talented guy. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, do you think pineapple belongs on pizza? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> if you're given an all expenses paid trip to North Dakota, would you take it? Yeah. All right. There we go. Okay. Um, yeah, well, what? Mm-hmm. Which is more satisfying, a running touchdown or a uh, passing touchdown, where you catch it? Wow. Well, uh, I, I mean, I scored a lot in a lot of different ways. I always felt the same. <laughs> yep. It's great either way, as long as you get it across the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. what, what would you say is your least favorite fast food place? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I can't really say. Yeah, there's not a lot of bad ones. No. Uh, if a movie was made about your life, who would play you? Who would play me? Shut up, man. <laughs> I guess Denzel would do a great job. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there we go. Denzel. Can't go wrong with Denzel. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that <laughs> yeah. at all. Right. Uh, and then the final one, if you were an ump... In baseball, what would your strike three call be? What would my strike three call be? Yeah. Yep. Low and outside, right on the corner. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that, yeah, there you go. It's, there we go. That's the He's spot out. they'd get you. Yep. Well, uh, yeah, Chuck, we appreciate you so much so much for taking the time and hanging out with us. You know, it's we're well, thank you. we're big football fans and Viking fans, so it's just it's always great to, you know, kind of talk to someone who who played you know before we started watching right. the game so this has been awesome well i'm glad that you guys are still there and you got this nice podcast going and i'm, I'm privileged to be a part of it and um you know it's good that you're out here you know keeping the vikings you know where they need to be and hopefully yeah. you know one of these days soon you guys i'll come on here when they at the super bowl Oh, yeah. All right, sounds good. That's our dream. It's going to happen. Talk about that experience together, right? You're coming. You're coming on if we win the Super Bowl. There we go. Yep. It's it's coming on. I'm coming on if we get to the Super yeah, Bowl. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 We need to do that Seriously. first. It's we well, need to get right. to a championship. One first. step at a time here. Let's go. Hey everyone, this is just a reminder to check out all the podcasts 
under the 10K brand. Obviously, you have our podcast, the It's a Bit podcast, but we also have a podcast called The Hasbins, which are two former college hockey players, pretty much talking to all the coolest hockey people around. Um, we also have other great shows, like It's Just a Nickname, State of Skull, which is our Vikings podcast, Third and Forever, which is just our general NFL podcast. We got Wild Taste, which provides nonstop wild coverage and a lot more. JJ, of course, is playing a song during the ad read. That's just so inappropriate. But also, you can go to 10KTakesMN.com. You can check out all of our wonderful blogs. You can go to our shop. You can uh, get links to all of our socials. And you can learn a little bit about us. Or if you want to advertise with us, you can go to the site as well. Once again, that's 10KTakesMN.com. Thanks for your support. Thanks for your support. All right, folks. Welcome back to It's a Bit Electric Interview with Chuck Foreman. Uh, we've already set it in stone now. If the Vikings make it to the Super Bowl, he's going to come on for the next the next episode. So um, really awesome guy. Like like we mentioned, just kind of getting educated on the game You know that, that we grew up loving and, and what kind of prefaced it, I think, was the coolest part, just hearing about football back in his day. And mm-hmm. and it's funny because when I put down that question about him, like, inspiring put, like the dynamic running back position, I was kind of kidding because I watched his tape and I was like, okay, maybe he is the first one to do this. Maybe he's not. I don't have the time to figure that out. So I just threw it out there and he's like, yeah, I was one of the first people to do that. Mm-hmm. And the spin move, I mean, talk about the – possibly the, the the godfather of the running back position. I think we, we can upgrade him to that title at this point. Yeah, more than just a north-south, straight-up-the-middle kind of guy. He just did everything. Well, yeah. and the fact that it took the NFL like 40 years after him to even catch up and really to start doing that regularly oh. is crazy. When he proved that it was viable back in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. But uh, anyways, let's close out the show with uh, 15 questions. You can hear the dread in my voice. There's a lot of things I'm not good at in life. This game is one of them. So, uh Let's let's just fucking get it over with. It's like it's like nails on a chalkboard for me <laughs> yep. at this point because I know I'm gonna I'm gonna give something to this son of a bitch and he's gonna end up winning the game. Depends on the order. Well, gonna happen. Didn't, didn't you win last game? No, I've only Someone won one. Won. I've won one time. It's funny. Sad. This is by far my favorite segment we do. Like, well, you, I you, you win them, a lot. Though. Yeah. Anytime Who I won see last them, time? I don't uh, think it was me. It was. You. I think it was you. And I remember I thought I it was tied. Two of the ones you won. It was because no, maybe it was me. Questions. I think it was Cam. Yeah, maybe the- I'm gonna start keeping yeah. track. Starting from, so that was so everything that we've ever done with 15 questions. That was also pre-season. Josie. Oh. If you're still listening to the show, I know you were creating a bit tracker. I, I want a status update on that. <laughs> Josie, Josie True. spent like way too much time listening back to the first ever episode all the way until the current, and he was tracking the bits and categorizing them, and he was gonna have a breakdown of, of what you they still don't involved. have it, yeah, Josie. So we, we, yeah, damn it, have it on my desk by Monday morning. Yep. Oh, you fired. <laughs> you're, you're fired. You're fired. Well, pretty much, but for those of you who don't know, 15 questions is essentially a head-to-head version of 20 questions. We got five rounds and three participants. That's why it is called 15 questions. The real trick of this game is to ask a question without giving too much away. Um, because if you ask a question like, um, is, does he play for the Vikings? And then, you know, I say yes, everyone's going to have a pretty good guess of what to do, right? So kind of being wary of what you're going to ask. Um, again, no guessing in the first round. JJ uh, made that rule. And then we're going to have a 60-second overtime round if no one gets it in the first 15. Are you guys ready to go? Yes. Let's do it. Let's get it over with. Fuck start, it. Start with Cam to Jake to uh, Bossman. And uh, we're going to do a topic. It's going to be TV show. Ooh. Um, what streaming service is this TV show on? Uh, Hulu. Currently. I mean, like that's where I watch it. Okay. Um, is this show still currently making new episodes? Not uh, it's 2023. They're going to make new episodes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Which I guess this is this year, but it hasn't been released yet. Okay. Is it a cartoon? It is a cartoon. Uh, 
shit. Um, is it American Dad? It's not American Dad. Is it a comedy? It is a comedy. Is it? No, that's not it. Um, shit, shit, shit. I was going to say Family Guy, but Family Guy's already, they've already made episodes in 2023. Oh, boy. Um, is it Bob's Burgers? It's not Bob's Burgers. It's a good show. <laughs> I love it. the show. I Damn like it. Bob's Burgers. I have two in mind, and I just, just feel like it's not going to come back to me. Let's hear it. Uh, is it South Park? It's not South Park. Fuck. And they're HBO, right? They are. They are, yeah. Comedy Central, but they post yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Not on Hulu anymore. I know it sucks. what it is. Um, is it Futurama? It is yeah. Futurama. Ding, 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 ding. I fucking, I don't know why, I've that. never liked that show. Show yeah. stinks. It's actually I, I loved it. But I, I but that, but that's like the 10-year-old me who probably didn't understand yeah. any of the humor. Yeah, I didn't it, watch it when I was a kid. I started watching it after college, and it's really fun. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I would I'll watch try it to get into that. Watched it. Like, well, I think it's, it's been revived twice. It has, yeah. Um, but um, I know like a lot of, growing up, like a lot of people hated King of the Hill, and now like a lot of people who I know love King of the Hill, so I just taste. King of the Hill's the best. Yeah. Yes, but a lot of, a lot of kids think it's boring. Yeah. Which, you know. Damn it, Barber. Damn it, Bobby. Maybe Jack will fare a little bit better in this round. The topic is golf. Jack will go first, JJ, then Cam. Okay, is it a golfer? No. Is it a piece of equipment? It's used in golf, yes. Oh. Uh, shit. Um, what is the main... Like, I guess, is it like... Fuck, I don't know what to say, because that's such a weird answer. It's used in golf. Um... <laughs> you can't guess anyway, so just ask I know. a question. Um, I'm not going to get this one, obviously. Is it a golf term? No. Jack, you're up. Is it a golf term? No. We established its equipment. Hmm. It's used in golf. He said his answer to... used in golf. Is it used in the broadcast of golf? No, it's not. Is it a caddy? Not a caddy. Fuck. Um, Don't overthink the use. I mean, you can consider it equipment, I guess. Okay. Okay. Is okay. A, is it a ball washer? It's not a ball washer. <laughs> Balls. It's not your mom. <laughs> um, is it the flag? It's not the flag. Oh. Um is it the hole? It's not the hole. Oh. The fuck? Um is it the golf ball itself? No. Remember uh, sorry, just uh, last time we played this, uh the topic was baseball and the answer was baseball and none of you fuckers got it. Yeah. <laughs> what, was, what was the answer on that again? Was it, it was like, a baseball, yeah. That's why it was used in baseball. That's why I asked if it was a golf ball. Yeah. We, we guessed all the way to the sack of you know, uh, of whatever that shit is. But you never rosin. said, you never said baseball itself. You got to go back to the basics. Uh, so that was good that Cam said the golf ball. Is it a tee? It's not a tee. Is it the fairway? It's not the fairway. Damn it. It's used in golf, boys. You need it for golf. You need it for You need a fairway. Golf. Not necessarily. <laughs> is it just mini a, golf. Like, it's just like a broad, like it's just a golf club. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna. This this counts as your thing. It's a golf club. It's a specific type of golf club. There we Thank go. Okay. okay. So now it's, now now it's just the race to the okay, proper club. Oh goodness. <laughs> is it is it up to? Is it me? Yeah. I guess. Is it the putter? It's not the putter. Fuck. <laughs> So specific. Is it the sand wedge? It's not. I see. I almost did sand wedge. I was worried no one would guess I think that. you're overthinking it. Yeah. Know, or I maybe you're too. not. Maybe he just picked a fucking. No. I think it's the three wood. 
It's not the three wood. You guys are a lot closer. We'll just keep guessing until someone gets. Is it, it the driver? It's not the driver. What the fuck? See, I want to start guessing an, irons, Jake. Well, c- <laughs> that's the thing. Is can I? Uh, you could do whatever you want to do. It's your world. Is it the seven iron? <laughs> it's not the seven iron. I was going to ask, is it an iron? But obviously, you wouldn't have accepted that. Well, he would have accepted that. He would have accepted it. Yeah, but is that, but is that the answer? But that, you you didn't, that wasn't your question. question. Oh, so you I'll would, do it for you, oh. you fucking pleb. Is it an iron? It is an iron. Thank you. I thought maybe yeah, that could have been the answer. Okay, so this is the best chance I've ever stood because yeah. usually I don't know the topic, but this time I know. I, it's a guessing game at this point. Yeah. At this point, it is. Um, is it the six iron? It's the six no. iron. Is, ding, it, ding, 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 is, ding. It, is it because Eli calls himself six iron and no one else does? No, is, see, is I, that related? I, you know, I, don't, I thought of that. That's why I ended up choosing and it. That's yeah, what I figured you were going to do. So six e- iron. Eli from State of School claims his nickname is six iron and no one's ever called him that before. Yeah. <laughs> Fraud. Six Fraud. iron. Why? I Six iron. So right now, Jake has a point, and Jack has a point. Okay. Oh, on the board. This next one, you guys all have a pretty good chance of getting it. It's The topic is former Minnesota Twins. We'll go Jack, or sorry, we'll go Jake, Cam, Jack. Former Minnesota Twins. All right. Did he... Jake's going to ask if he played for the Twins. Was he <laughs> a part of a team that won a playoff game? No, he was not. Oh. Pitcher or a hitter? He was in the field. So that would mean a hitter, right? Yeah. Okay. I guess. Um... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, I almost just asked a question that for sure would have given it away. Was he famous for robbing home runs? No, he was get, not. That would have given it away, too. too. I was but, gonna ask if he was a gold glove, and I'm like, nope. But that also cancels it out a little bit. It does. Um Wow. Jake, why are your eyes so big? <laughs> yeah, you look like you're on speed, bro. <laughs> uh Dean Evison, bitch. He's trying he's trying uh, to he's trying to buy time by distracting us well, with I'm his trying facial to think of a question expressions. That doesn't give it away. <laughs> no one's gonna guess it on your expression. Yeah. <clears throat> Just come on, Jake. You look like you're shitting. Nick Punto. Holy you- shit. It's Nick Punto. How the heck did you get it? I looked at the sheet. No, I'm joking. I just said Nick Punto. Is <laughs> no, that there, it, really? There, there's a reflection in the Billy no, no, G I, sign yep. thing. I, it, I That's calling the rules committee. Nick not, Punto was like the first guy that came to mind. Kangaroo court. It was. I mean, I, I wrote down so much facts just so I just, just in well, case you asked the question. Jack's question was actually like pretty good because it canceled out. It wasn't like any good fielder like Jock Jones or Torrey Hunter. I'm like, okay, I'm yeah. going to think of a random infielder, Nick Punto. Yeah. And that, that's it. Okay. A little, a little trivia with him. Did you know that he actually won a World Series? With the Cardinals. Yep. He after the Twins. Yep. Literally well, the yeah. year after he left, 2011. So, classic. Yep. Okay. Uh, this next topic will be so really quick. Jack has a point. Jake has two points. Our next topic is video games. Cam, Jack, Jake. Oh, shit. Is it a sports video game? No. <laughs> what? What do you mean, what? It could be something. Um, hesitated. Is it, is it a current video game? Like, uh, is it is it the newest? Is it new? Sorry, is it is it new as of twenty twenty two? Uh it's 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 not necessarily a video game itself. Yeah, see, that's oh, okay. Is it a gaming console? It's not a gaming okay. console. Is it a uh, I'm not gonna ask that. <laughs> um I'm just actually yeah, I'll just guess. Is it just the company PlayStation? No, it's not. Like, okay. So we've asked if it's a console, if it's a company. Um is it were you about to just ask? Me <laughs> yeah, no, I, was yeah, about, yeah. I was about to correct Cam. The company isn't called PlayStation. Yeah, shut the fuck it, up. The company's Sony. Coming. The company's actually called Sony. Cam. The company's actually called Sony. Uh, According well, to my calculations, I'm a douchebag. Yeah, yeah. I'm also Jesus. a nerd. Where's my calculator? Fuck um, off, <laughs> <fuck> Jake. <laughs> uh, is it is it a video game character? It is a video game fuck. character. That's 
I like this. I don't know. I'm just. I'm a big campaign guy, so I really Uh hope you guys aren't. Uh oh. I'm fucked. Can I guess now that we're in the yeah, second? Yes, oh, yeah, I guess yes, game. Yeah. Okay. Is it Captain Price? It's not Captain Price. <laughs> I was actually going to guess. Captain Price. Captain Price. Is it Sonic the Hedgehog? It's not. It's a funny guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, let me let me lo- make us look collectively a little smarter as a group by asking a, a little more obvious question. Is it f- like a Nintendo character? It's not a Nintendo character. Peaches. That's actually a good question. We would have opened up a whole new can yeah. of whoop-ass yeah, there. Peaches, peaches, a lot peaches, of them. Peaches, peaches, Jack peaches. Black. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie. i just seen that. Um, Sam. Is it a is he a char- is it a character from a rated M video game? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is it a character from a campaign? Yeah. Is it Ghost? It's Ghost. Damn it! Look Iconic. The recent. The recent. I was actually gonna also go guess Slope McTavish. There was, <laughs> that there was legitimately one. zero chance I was ever going to get that. Ghost is iconic, though. Ghost? Even no. even the characters, Mason. Well, people who know memes know Ghost. Remember that meme yeah. that was going around where it was just him staring at, staring at it. It's that. like that was a good recently, bet. yeah. Ghost, yeah. Ghost is actually one of my Mason. Chi- one of my childhood heroes. Yeah. yeah, I think you guys will like this next topic. The topic is goalies. Jack is first. Jake is second. Ooh. Cam is third. Is currently tied up two to two between Jack and Jake. So it's me first. You're first. Is it a hockey goalie? It's a hockey goalie. Okay, yes, that's a good one. Is this goalie in soccer? Is this goalie retired? No, he's active. Oh, Eastern or Western Conference? Oh, currently, uh, same conference as the Minnesota Wild. So Western. So the loser West Coast concert. No, I'm kidding. Um, oh boy, I almost asked a question that would have really narrowed it down. But I'm going to ask it anyways. Is this? It? No, I can't do that because uh, I would have given it away real quick. Um, has this goalie ever won a Vesna? No. Mm. Is it Jake Ottinger? It's not Jake Ottinger. I, too yeah. ups, that'd be too this ups. is just a random ass guess. Is it Connor Hellebuck? It's not. That is a mm. random guess, but it's good. It's a goalie. You're on that the right a track. Good guess. I'll get us closer. Is this player still in the playoffs? No. Ah, that helps. That does help a lot. Um... Oh. Um, Darth Vader. <laughs> Alexander not. Gorgiev. Nope. He was in the playoffs. Uh, I think you're trying to throw us off when you said same conference as the Wild. Philip Gustafson. Nope. Is it? That would have been good there. Is it Alex Stalock? How the fuck did you know that? Because <laughs> you know, know I love Stalock. <laughs> <laughs> he he was he was an icon down in Chicago. As a, um, as a South St. Paul guy, I'm very I know. upset yeah. at myself. Cam, I was gonna say <laughs> that's Cam's. One to get you. Wow. You, you got to pick a Minnesota guy. And Damn it! Our guy got left out to dry down there in Chicago. I picked Connor Hellebuck over over Staylock. No, dude. I try to choose someone that would have some relevance. I also forget yeah. that the Blackhawks are a franchise. So. Right. I will. I don't blame you for that, man. Um. So pretty much, Jack has us in the bag unless Jake wins this next round. Okay. However, Cam can win just for uh, just for the moral I'm winning aspect. It. I'm winning it for Jack. So I Jake doesn't win because they fucking hate Jake. <laughs> Okay, this is kind of a. This <laughs> what was was that? Just an outburst? What was that? That was Charlie imi- Brown's teacher. That was an imitation. <laughs> this is uh, this is a weird category, but I'm I'm interested to see how you guys do with this. Um, the category is he's not that guy. Oh, JJ Cam Jack. Oh, he's not that, that guy. guy. Just not that guy. I like pal. this. It's like a Jeopardy topic. This is like uh, yeah, <laughs> this is a fraud. What is all right? He's not that guy. Is this guy an actor? No. Is it a athlete? It is an athlete. What sport is this athlete? The NBA. The Naba. Um, huh? Really great radio there. The Naba. 
the yeah, Shut NBA. Up. Cool, that's how it's spelled. The ba. <laughs> Just stop. I hate you. Calm down. Calm down. Give us a one star review if you hate it. Uh, <laughs> we fucking deserve it. From uh, yeah. the Naba. <laughs> like, chill. Just, um, just, just say an answer. God. You mean a question, too. Okay, do something. Um, no one no one is sitting okay. in their car. Let me ask uh, Is this player currently in the playoffs? Uh, no. Before I ask, I have came to the conclusion that you are our podcast version of White Sox, Dave. I hate you. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Just go. Is he playing the Eastern or Western Conference? Oh my goodness! I didn't think you'd ask. Let me say, everyone. It. Everyone, look away from my computer. Jake, make your noises because we're the da, we're dead air. Ding 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 ding. What about the uh, the Nahul? Western Conference. The Nahul. The Western Conference. The Emelb. Okay, we've established it's a current player. Yeah, current player in the Western Conference. In the Western Conference. Not in the playoffs. Not in the playoffs. That's all been established. That has all been established. See, now I'm fucking doing it. Just to, uh, he's not that guy. Uh, was he in the playoffs before? Yes, he was. Fuck. I got Why it. did I ask that? I know, you gave it away. Not necessarily, because I'm an idiot. Um, I don't think he gave it away. Well, I mean, I certainly gave you guys. Carl Anthony Towns? No. It's Rudy Gobert. It's not. Those are, that was a good, I, those I are have, both good guesses. I do have another guess, though. He's not that guy. Um, oh, boy. He's not. He was in the playoffs. He's not anymore. Oh, God. What is his? Is it? Is it Dylan Brooks? It's Dylan Brooks. Oh, that was. So, that's why I knew a little backstory. He's he basically going into the series with LeBron and the Lakers said LeBron's old. He's washed up. He ain't going to do shit. I don't mm. respect him as a player until you put up 40 on me. I don't respect you, which, by the way, if someone puts up 38 against you, I think you have to dish some respect. It's out. not 40. That is that is a hell of a threshold for Dylan Brooks. And uh, yeah, he's basically done. Well, they you so, about the Memphis. So, so today, yeah. the Memphis Grizzlies they announced that they're not going to be resigning him too. He, he'll so be playing yeah, for the Shanghai Sharks. So he talked all that shit, shit and it. then he didn't even talk to the media. He yeah. took the five thousand dollar fine every game and didn't do it. Not only did Memphis say they're not resigning him, they said under any circumstances any, yes. whatsoever, everyone on their team could get COVID and like get long COVID and never play a game again, and they still aren't bringing back Dylan <laughs> yep, Brooks. And Le- LeBron <laughs> has played <laughs> fantastic. He played great in that against us. He played. Great yeah, in that series. Unfortunately, wins. Uh, first, first of all, do you know that um, the NBA under their like drug testing policy, like they actually allow like so you know how Joe Rogan does TRT, they allow a lot more. You're allowed and to take a, yeah, and you know, of course, yep. but they allow a lot more TRT than even Rogan takes. What's the, TRT? The, uh, testosterone replacement therapy. It's essentially TRT. They actually allow more than Rogan takes as a threshold that you won't even get in trouble for that. Wow. So that's, that's why I think that like people like LeBron are able to play so good in their older age. They're all on TRT or they're all on something similar. And yeah. They're just under the NBA's mm. threshold. It is. It is so funny yeah. though. Like we always we always talk about the NBA and and the drama and you know how they're so different from every other league. But can you imagine if like before an NHL series against the Penguins, if you were like Sid's an old fuck, he's not going to get a single point. Can you imagine like playing a playoff game? in front of Tom Brady playing against Tom Brady and having someone on the defense say I don't respect him he doesn't he doesn't earn my respect until he throws four touchdowns that would never happen in any other league no one would go up against Tiger I'm not com- call, I'm not going to say the goat thing about LeBron because I think it's MJ but By far. but 
like all I'm saying is in no other sport would someone go up against a player that great of that caliber with so much disrespect. So I say fuck him. You know what? You know what else I learned about Dylan Brooks today? What? Canadian. Oh, oh fuck him. Yeah, right. I'm from Canada. He's a trash person. Yeah. So I hated him at Oregon, too. Yo, he's our age. He's Really? He's our age. Fuck him. 26 oh range. He does look um, like he's like 30. <laughs> he looks like, uh, yeah, he looks like he's a 35 grown ass man. Yeah. Speaking of TRT levels, I think they're going to do like the Disney bit and keep raising the threshold. That'll just, make sports just, way just more to, exciting. Just to allow LeBron to never retire, so they're going to keep injecting with it so he can play as long as possible, just like they keep extending True. the copyright for Disney well, so dude, no one can take it. I've over. been seeing people bringing up, well, LeBron's doing this at age 38, 39, however old he is. Yeah. Jordan, when Jordan was 36, he'll, it's, it's, he was only putting up so many points. Dude, Jordan wasn't taking, and I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not full out saying that LeBron's a steroid user or anything. I'm just saying, the way the NBA rules work, it would not surprise mm. me one bit if he was just taking TRT and under the tolerance. Hey, yeah. and technology wasn't there yet, or science. All I'm saying is pump flour with a little TRT pregame yeah. too, yep. and we win that series. You know, we got to start. We got to start researching the NHL drug policy. If we can find, we got to inform Bill Guerin. If we find a oh loophole, we can we can find an HGH contact. Yeah. These guys, can you TRT can you contact. imagine if steroids? If it's like Fourth of July weekend and Bill Guerin gets a text at like 3 a.m. from Jake and it hey, says, "Idea, have you ever heard of TRT?" Question <laughs> mark. You ever done drt yeah yeah well oh idea inject flurry with it. <laughs> give it what to, the fuck give it to anyone about? over the age of 30 fuck it yeah do it uh, make leagues more entertaining well hey jack um this is the first i'm keeping track of all the winners of all time the long preseason was over i know yep. you didn't have any success but starting Damn. off the year dude you're you're one and all dude that was mm. a really long preseason and <laughs> I, I, it's funny i talked a lot of shit about myself which i'm gonna start doing more it's it's called under committing over delivering cam would you wait uh, like 10 seconds no <laughs> cam he's giving his victoria no speech. Speech. this is a great bit i'm going into the state of skull who is live right now oh I'm no gonna, i'm gonna, I'm gonna eli say wanted me to join that. i'm gonna say eli do you know that nobody calls you six iron yep Say we just talked about on it's a bit. No one calls. Oh you fuck you guys! Oh, I, I can't do it on Twitter. By the way, Eli is one of the guys on Facebook. the fire Bill Guerin train. He was texting me about it today, and like, well, I don't that's know why he has a, that's like, why he's a Vikings stupid. podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And you wear Vikings polos to hockey games. Yeah. So, also, dude, idiot. Billy G could just could lead this team to 82 and uh, we would pretty See, be pretty also, biased. Well, no, yes. <laughs> also, sure, though, but. Eli's the kind of guy to be texting you all that shit, and if he met him, he would be like, oh, you do such a great job for the team. Yeah, and yeah. and yep. he, he would suck his dick. Like yeah. he was saying about how he was allegedly flipping off all the wild players There's walking no to chance. He probably Saturday. He nope. probably tried to get their numbers. and They, yep. they pissed him off. Oh, I flipped them off because they sucked. I'm like, if you were talking to, your, to, to their face, you would be first off being weird and getting really close to them and saying that they're amazing and they're gods yep he's one of those don't, kind of people. don't come after billy g we'll come after you but yep. All right, i just sent it let's see if we get a response this is live eli's gonna derail the whole show just to call you out for a second i gotta i gotta talk i gotta call someone out here why is aj talking so fast that's what he does uh <laughs> the internet the internet in here is kind of dog shit there's True. a chance it's like but that's aj he loves talking on eli he's young We'll give it like another minute. You say you commented? Yeah, yeah. This, the, the people are getting a sneak peek of what state of school is like. This is behind yeah. the curtain view of 10K. This is state of school. This is how we evaluate our podcast. We just yep. make sarcastic comments about all of them. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah. I, I, I think no. most Vikings fans would find yeah. that valuable. I don't know. Let's go through each game week <laughs> one. And by the way, I know, know the I know these fuckers oh, no, claim, claim they don't listen to our show. But uh, by the way, the paintball gauntlet's still on. So if you guys are yeah. listening, yeah. you're not out of that. No. We're just wait, we were waiting for it to get nice, which it took until now. I already know by tomorrow we 
have a particular friend we know, uh, Bubba, that I know listens to this show. I'm going to be involved in a group chat tomorrow. I can already see it. They were talking shit about your show, Eli, and it's going to yep, spark good. all Bring this Bring it stuff. on. Sure. Go Let's to war. Go. You, you come after Billy G, we come after yep. you. That's yep. the way life works. Hey, Bubba, if you actually made it this far on the podcast, just send me a quick text that says, hi, Zane. Yeah. And yep. Yep. yep I want to see that. I want to see if he actually did. And, and confirm with us. Uh, yes. Yeah, I think he <laughs> listens to him, I think. We'll, Maybe. We'll see. Bubba action. Yeah. Well, this was a this was a jam packed fun episode as always, folks. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to check us out on all socials at 10K Takes, and make sure to check out the State of School podcast as well as Wild Takes. We have all sorts of other shows, the Hasbens, Third and Forever. Third and also forever. did a great draft recap about the whole league. Something about that show I wanted to mention really quick. It's a one of the one of the hosts is a Vikings fan, the other one's a Packers fan. Mm-hmm. So the dynamic in that show is really fun. I honestly want to say top three podcasts under the brand. So yep. And State of School might not fall under that. Um, but no, if you do seriously though, no, seriously, they do do good stuff, but in all, but seriously, if go look up state of school on socials and stuff, but see, find out, like, look at Eli, the guy, like the main dude who runs it. And if you do see him in public, call him six iron from state of school that, or just run up to him. Oh my God. Are you Eli from state of school? Cause it drives him fucking crazy. I probably sent like five or six people over to say that to him at truck park Friday night. And he left. Or if you really, <laughs> yeah. oh my yeah. God, you, he left. He's you, like, you made me leave last night. I'm like, okay, that's, you, a, that's you, an ultimate. You troll. paparazzi bombed him. You but do, he you, always bitches that we big time him and always get all the recognition in public. I'm like, well, here you are. See, I always do Eli from 10 K MMA. Yeah. That's, that's a real bit too. That's, that's, a, the that's only the real ones will know that. Get, well, yeah, it's do that. Either way, it's hilarious. Anyways, go support Six Iron in the State of School show. I know it's. I know they don't have a lot to talk about over the uh, over the summer, but you're gonna want to tune into their their They're stuff going over in the, fall the schedule. They, uh, <laughs> that's not that's not even out yet. Yeah, hey, we're uh, we're gonna be going to one of those games though. We're doing an away game per year. So this is an open invite. But anyways, folks, make sure to check out our blog as well, 10ktakesmn.com. And uh, check out the shop. As uh, as uh, journalist Jake mentioned in the beginning, I think it was you that did that ad read, right, for the for the shop? Yes. Shop's brand new. We got, uh, we've, we've cleaned up the entire supply line. Basically, we're able to put out a lot more merch now. You're able to get it a lot faster. And there's some really kick-ass twins collection designs and 10k designs on there so make sure to check it out but folks thanks so much as always for supporting our brand listening to the show we'll see you next week